Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Happy to be with you today because we got a lot to talk about. We got some great guests. We got sports going on as we speak. We got Harold Varner III playing some golf. So it is a uh, beautiful day to talk sports. A beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. Thanks for tuning in on Pirate Radio 92.7. FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250-930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. If you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV, you can catch all of our videos there, including our live programs, also our ECU baseball postgame interviews with Cliff Godwin and the Pirate Players, also uh, available on our social media accounts, so follow us on the gram on twitter and certainly on facebook you can also chime in with uh, what you would like to discuss here on this thursday as robert matthews is already in saying clipper thank you shirley rhodes shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutts to my left and the big dog glenn griffin in here on a thursday glenn uh good to see you hadn't seen you on the show in a while you've been behind the scenes as always how you doing been a minute it's been a minute been a minute been a while no, been a while. Cap. no cap good point chandler what's chandler. up clipper so you went flannel yesterday you were you're very uh checkered this week i know I, what is the, the deal with it? picnic tablecloth i don't know today. look i i, I look it, nice it carried over from yesterday I, I i go heavy on the polos and i'm like dude utilize some of the other stuff that you have in your closet and so this so is these, these are deep cuts yeah and this is in a different closet this is like in a closet your nice closet my, like the nice clothes cl- closet yesterday you were dressed for uh pirate radio outdoors <laughs> yeah. yeah you, were you know dressed and I, for your tuck- turkey hunting talk with bryce and i and i was aware that i was dressing very abnormally and but then i realized that uh i was like bryce williams is going to be on the show so i feel like i fit the mold I didn't know if you were doing something like client specific. No, like you went out and met, you know, tractor supply. Get, yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I could see why you would think that. There's but a new lumber no. company in town. We're trying to get on. <laughs> no, but if I do uh, come across a prospect like that, I will have to wear the wardrobe that I wore yesterday. Chandler is so, a chameleon; he can fit in with right. That's the, the whole thing. You got to fit. Around. You got to look the part. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get to today's rundown and. Uh, Shirley. <laughs> oh, Shirley. Back it up, baby. Back, Back it up. Because it is time for the David Price Construction countdown to kickoff as we go through April and May and June and July. There will be some fall camp to cover in August, some practice, a lot of football talk. And then in September, 
the games begin. Chandler, exactly how many days away are we from kicking off the 2022 football season? Clip Brock, I am so glad you asked. I have the answer. 135 days away until ECU NC State September 3rd in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium right here in Greenville, North Carolina. It's going to be a packed house coming off a 7-5 season last year. NC State probably going to be a top 15 ranked football program coming into Greenville. uh, So the expectations are high. People cannot wait, but they're going to have to wait, Clip Brock. 135 days away. On the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. Now get this. Subtract. Well, you know, I'm so excited about this. Subtract two days from from 135. I got 133. 133 days from the party of the year. It is back, folks. Just in case you didn't know, it is back. The Pirate Radio kickoff party is back on that Thursday right before kickoff. And it's going to be right here in downtown Greenville. It's going to be a different location. A two-year hiatus since we've had our last party. So we're very excited about it. Got a lot of stuff planned for you here at the State Theater, right there next door to Pirate Radio. So 135 days away from kickoff, ECU and NC State. 133 days until the party of the year, the Pirate Radio kickoff party to get the football season started. All that on the David Price Construction countdown to kickoff the ecu football countdown to kickoff brought to you by david price construction run by ecu alum david price david price construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions give them a call today 919-291-5532 or visit online davidpriceconstruction.com for all your commercial or custom residential and building needs david price construction the proud ecu home services partner all right, we are seven days away from the NFL draft. That is right. I just like counting down days to stuff. On the David Price countdown to kick up. Well, countdown to the draft. That's right. We are five days away from East Carolina taking on NC State in baseball. Ah. In Rollywood. That's right. And we are eight days away from the Pirates being back home in the friendly confines of Clark LeClaire Stadium. It'll be ECU and Tulane going at it this weekend. We'll have Corey Glore on the show in mere moments. Cannot wait to catch up with Corey on the day show. And uh, next weekend, finally back at home for a weekend series for the first time in, what, two or three weeks? So, uh, yeah, back-to-back conference away series, um, which is tough, but I'm sure the guys are ready to get through this uh, weekend and get back to Greenville and play in the – friendly confines of Clark LeClaire Stadium. We'll have a uh, post-game coverage of that state game, actually, on our social media, because CJ and Jenny are going both to that game. Awesome. Sweet. Right. We'll be Press in the buttons. trenches so. and have that for you late night. Late night. That is a 7 o'clock start next uh, Tuesday. It'll be a late night for uh, old CJ. That's right. And Raleigh. Burning the midnight oil. Uh, a quick nugget on that ECU Tulane series uh may not have jake kuchmaner on the pirate side after he left his uh his start last friday due to injury tulane will be without their ace grant siegel he is six and one this year with a 215 era 47 to eight strikeout to walk ratio you look at the rest of their starters numbers they are not very good Siegel's been their guy, their Friday guy. He will be unable to go, uh, according to Corey Glore, who we'll talk to in just a moment. So, uh, you know, hate to see somebody not be able to play due to injury, but 
we uh, have had it on our side and Tulane has some of that on their side as well so uh, East Carolina another big series coming up Pirates are in first place in the American and looking to extend their lead when they take on the Green Wave this weekend. Corey Glore joins us to talk about that coming up in about 15-20 minutes or so. Brandon Manning former Pirate will join us at 4 o'clock with our ECU baseball recap brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance and Brandon Manning and uh, he I got so Brandon laid out a scenario he is Mr. Brightside as the killers once said he said if east carolina sweeps their home conference series and wins two out of three on the road they can still make it as an at-large well they're they're back on pace after sweeping the ucf series on the road and they have won two out of three in their other two so we'll see if he is uh if he still thinks the pirates have a chance as an at-large if they continue the pace that they're on right now we'll talk to brandon manning at four o'clock excited to talk some nfl draft with emory hunt at 4 35 we talked to emory a couple times a year we see him on tv quite a bit here in the pirate radio studios as my god golly harold varner the third is locked in that is next on our rundown locked but in. man i cannot wait to talk about this dude chandler you can't wait for a lot of things pirate football uh you can't wait to talk to Corey. you can't wait to talk about harold in a few minutes you, you just gotta you gotta show some patience i mean just look at me i'm just i'm jittery i'm just uh always got a lot of bart scott in him a lot of bark <laughs> can't wait <laughs> uh axel rose once said it chandler you need a little patience yeah uh emory hunt will join us he's on cbs sports hq we'll talk about what the panthers uh, are gonna do at number six what are my commanders gonna do at 11 we'll look at the qbs all of that coming up in hour two and troy d will be alongside in hour three of today's show we'll also make you a winner open up the booty bag so we got a lot going on on this thursday uh let's talk hv3 as right now they're playing in the zurich zurich classic is it a, okay i just i didn't know if it was zurich or zurich itch zurich Dick. zurich zurich classic down in nola Mincy's there. Mincy. Yeah, he's there. Harold. <laughs> I, all I want is a Mincy, a Harold one on one at some point. What's up, Harold? Hey, sub dogs, baby. Sub Harold three times. So uh, best bar, bar stool. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, only like five people listening know who Mincy is. He's joined. Hey, get uh, <coughs> Glenn is our show booker. Get Mincy back on. We're for getting us. in the meat of baseball I'll season. Try. You're it, Mincy's it, handler. It, it, <laughs> I'll try. It's it's Mincy time on Pirate. He's kind of in the wind right now. We'll try to get wrangle him up. Hey, for folks that don't know, he's a uh, bar stool employee, big college baseball guy, big college football guy. And he has been on the Mincy tour for like four months. For now. months, just now. Like, like he left at football the football season. What well, a he life! He just touring the South. What a life! You're right, not the country, just the South. Uh, all right, so right now, and Chandler, you can update this if you see something. But Bubba Watson and Harold Varner the third, it is a duo event, and right now they are three under through four. But it looks like they're about to birdie this hole, right? Yeah, this is basically a gimme. Um, Bubba has this putt here for Birdie to put him at four under. What a great start for this group uh, on the very first hole eagle. with the eagle. Um, I, I, and since that, damn Bubba and Bubba misses the putt. Does so Harold now, still have his? So Harold has his shot. If he makes it, they keep his score. Yeah, or they you know they go they with get his the score. Birdie. But now they're good for par. He just tapped that in, so they they've locked the par in. But now 
Harold needs to knock this in if they want to, to count the birdie. So right, Chandler, let's lower your voice here and give us the play-by-play. Here's Varna. Wearing the, uh, what is that, a teal? This third shot, brilliant shot. Sets him up nicely for birdie here. East Carolina grad. Loves a good Bud Light. We'll drink you under the table. And boy. the putt is good. Great job there by HV3. And Vana and Watson now sit at four under going to the six hole. Look at the size of that lip Harold has. He's got a dip in. He is spitting all over the course today with that <laughs> giant dip. What is that? Is it is it Redman? Could it be Grizzly? <laughs> Kevin Hagen. Could it be Grizzly Wintergreen? <laughs> He's got it. Uh, he's got it locked in, baby. Uh, Harold Varner the third birdie to send them to four under on the day. The leaders are Doc Syke, Matthew Neesmith, Psych. and Taylor Moore at twelve under par. So uh, they got a ways to go, but right now they are on the front nine and playing very well. Yeah, and plenty. I don't know what it is about the um, you know these pairings, these tournaments where you, you you're paired up with guys, but maybe I guess it's you know you have you're more comfortable perhaps. I mean, we've already seen like three or four Eagles. Uh, I was thinking they would play like a Super Bowl format, but uh, it probably changes throughout the weekend. We'll talk to Greeny about it tomorrow and get the format and everything. Yeah. So today they're doing they're playing their own ball, but they'll keep the best score. Maybe tomorrow they'll do a Super Bowl. But uh, so what is Super Bowl, Chandler, for Su- the novices? So Super Bowl is you play your own ball off the tee, and then from there you just play the best ball that uh, has the better lie. So say and you, you alternate. Yeah. Yeah. Out of how many people though? Like out of the duo? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I played in a tournament last Saturday with four people, and we each hit our golf so shot. So, a Super Bowl of the four. Yeah. So, the best ball of the four people in your group is what you hit. But once you decide, and when that first person hits that the golf ball, you have to play that ball. Oh, so, so you who, decide before they so, hit. Oh, that makes it more interesting. No, 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 no. no, no. no okay. You no, you hit your ball. Say, all right, Shirley goes you in the did, water. I get, I get the concept. I, you threw I, me off. I, I still a have a question. Let's just go with the two man game. Let's say they go Super Bowl tomorrow. Bubba and Harold tee off. Correct. Yes. Then they pick the best, the best ball from that. The other ball gets picked up. That's done. No, that person picks their ball up where it went. Say they take Harold's shot. He's in the fairway. Harold hits his shot, and then Bubba drops his ball exactly where. Oh, okay. You play from the same spot that the best ball's at. So both golfers are still playing. They're just playing from the best shot. On every swing. I got it. I got it. I got it. I heard uh, earlier that you are in a duo tomorrow with Mully. Is that correct? No. That is incorrect. False information. (laughs) That is false information. Um, It is official. I guess I can go ahead and break it. We could talk about it when Troy gets on the show later on. I will be a part of the Pirate Radio golf team tomorrow. Uh, for a golf tournament at Greenfield Country Club. Delcor, I think, is hosting the tournament. And uh, so I have been officially invited this morning. I have officially accepted the position, and I am very excited. Have you Not qualified? Really, I have no idea who is. I, I think I, I know Troy's on my team. And I think I heard, I don't know, I think I might have heard Tony Collins. I know he plays golf. Don't know if he'll be out there. But the question is, is Mully going to be out there? I have a feeling that Mully will be out there. I hope so. I hope so. But he is not on my team. I, I wouldn't make a, a uh, bad foursome to go around with. 
<clears throat> so, as long as you were in Tony's cart, Tony keeps the uh, jams bumping while he's on the course. I like it's a it's a good time. Oh, it's like no. Rodney Dangerfield and yeah. uh, Caddyshack. Yeah. I gotta tell you, what, when we had so the pi- what? We had so the, let's dance. We had the pirate radio uh, tournament a few years ago. I was out there on the course taking some photos, videos, or whatever. And here comes Tony Collins and Coach Rick Smith. Oh my and god! Tony has it bumping in the golf cart, and the look on Coach Smith's face was not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Coach? Tony, it was the time, Tony. <laughs> Can we listen to something where I can understand the words? <laughs> uh, more countdowns going on on Facebook Live. Uh, our chat, you can chime in there. John Moody says 19 more Thursdays until, I guess, the kickoff party. I guess that's a good countdown. That's a good way to look I at it. I don't like hearing that. Why? A lot of work. <laughs> I mean, I look at it as, I mean, I have, I have deadlines. You got to count. Yeah. I have deadlines. So let's see. We got, and then we got Tony Dunn, who will be on the show tomorrow. One day away from hanging with Tony Dunn and having the same conversation as last week. We uh, have more to talk about. I mean, the draft's no, closer. Things are. Moving. We're going to break down uh, Ben McAdoo's press conference word by word. We definitely have to, and I guess he's still listening. Uh, I know his last name's Camp and Tony, but what is his first name? We're going to talk about that guy. A very interesting, the offensive line coach for the Panthers, the new offensive line coach. The one that Tony wants to make, like, the governor of the state or yes. whatever. That, uh, that guy. We're yeah. definitely going to touch up on that. So, uh, And we definitely, like Clip said, need to touch up on Ben McAdoo saying that Sam Darnold will be the starting quarterback and then saying, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, Susan Dean says, hashtag fireman rule. Keep pushing. <laughs> Keep pushing, Susan. It'll happen one day. One day. James Campen, that's him. Thank you, Tony. Um, Tony. Tony. Let's get down to Tony. What's his name, Tony? <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next? NBA playoffs. Unfortunately, the big story right now in NBA playoffs. I is think there's two big stories. I mean, there's it's injuries. Injuries yeah. is number one. There's two of them. What's number two? Oh, you uh, mean Chris, two injuries? There's Chris Middleton on the Bucks. Yeah, he's out for three weeks, and then Devin Booker. The big look being out for two to three weeks as well. Last night, the Celtics came back. I think they were down 17 at one point. Came back to knock off the Nets to take a 2-0 series lead. Also, uh, watch the Bucks try to come back against Chicago. But the Bulls, an impressive road victory as DeMar DeRozan had 41 last night. No Middleton. He is going to cook them in the mid-range. So that series now tied at one going to Chicago. And then Joel Embiid for three at the buzzer. Yeah. And the Sixers knock off the Raptors in overtime, 104 to 101, to take a commanding 3-0 series lead in that one. Coming up tonight, Grizzlies at Timberwolves. That place is going to be on fire at the Target Center. Grizzlies a slight favorite in tonight's game with that series tied at one game apiece. Mavericks and Jazz are tied at one apiece. uh, Game three in Utah tonight. And then the Warriors are road favorites against Denver. Uh, The Warriors leading that series two games to nothing. That's the late game on TNT. Glenn, any any thoughts on what we've seen so far in round one? Who are your favorites in the East after round one? Considering now where we're at with no Middleton. Because I think that takes the Bucks off the border. It makes them vulnerable. Yeah. I hope it's not Philly because I do you not like their fan base. No, the the night that I'll the night that Kansas won, I, I won a future on Kansas, mm-hmm. and somebody on Twitter said because I, I was like take a future on Philly and everything. I, I 
I was bragging, but it's kind of like a joke. Like, I stink at picks and gambling. But, like, sure. when I win, I act like I'm the man. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. You, you literally stick put your, your name as Winning the is not worth it if you can't stick your chest out. <laughs> I literally updated my name to clip the, the future, future Brock. <laughs> so somebody on Twitter said, please let us know who you got on your NBA futures. So I looked at it that night, and what jumped out to me immediately was Warriors and 76ers. Because mm-hmm. sure. they were both – you could get, like – basically what 10 to 1 i guess at that point mm-hmm. or would it be 100 to, either way like bet 10 to win they were 100. both clearly the second team in their perspective conferences longer if, than if that. not if not lesser like like yeah they were uh so you could get a nice return on them so i and, and i didn't do either one because i'm a wimp but i think the sixers might be the answer but like i think boston could still do it right with jason tatum and i don't trust it you trust the Sixers more than the Celtics? I trust the Heat more than any of them. Well, and you guys because the Heat have been there before. Yeah. Even though it was Mickey Mouse year, but I feel like the Heat have been there before, so I trust them a little bit more. Um, it could be Embiid's year. I mean, it could, he could stomp. Um, man, the East is tough. How about I just like that we're in a world where we can talk about how good the East is? Oh, it's sure. Been they, since the Jordan era four teams that can win the east yeah and then win the title maybe and the west is all of a sudden wide open right with the sun with booker being hurt i mean i think kind of like you in a more so than what you have to do in the east with accounting for experience i mean the warriors are grizzled yep as as you can get they might run through this thing they're tested they're tested and they're priming at the right time though if you think about it man it took them three years to get back to form like that last title run, everybody got hurt. Everybody left. It was a four-year reboot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And in the span of that, they had a failed first-round draft pick. And we didn't know if we'd get back to this point because of the seriousness of the injuries to Curry and especially Clay Thompson. Clay, right? I, we, I mean, there's a thought that he could – maybe he was done. Yeah. You know? So. All right. Um, you know what? Could this be the year that – the Jazz have had all those good teams and never no, done it? No. Okay. It's not the Jazz year. All right, fine. They've got too much dysfunction. I think they're <clears> on the verge of blowing it up. I like that somebody keeps up with how many times Donovan Mitchell passes to Rudy Gobert in a game. Like I said, they're on the verge of blowing it up. They've got the toxic stuff. You can't win with that. All right, let's take a look at the – Can't bus- win with them. Can't win with them. I want winners. Can't do it. Let's look at the uh, Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. The Guardians of the Galaxy leading the White Sox 4-3 in the seventh inning. The Tigers have a 1-0 lead over the Yankees in the bottom of the eighth. A pitcher's duel in Detroit today. 5-1 Mets over the Giants in the eighth. It is 3-0 Toronto over the Red Sox. Twins have a 1-0 lead over the Royals. And the O's are about to get underway last night. I believe it was last night the Orioles won a one nothing game against the A's. Yes, that was yesterday. So uh Baltimore coming off a win, trying to do it again tonight. They still have they gave up two runs the previous night and lost because they only scored one run. We talked to Mark Brown from CamdenChat.com earlier this week. Orioles are top five in ERA, allowing like three point three runs per game. But the problem is they're scoring like less than two runs a game. So they are playing some low, low scoring games. And I uh, just can't get enough run support. 
they are in action uh coming up in about 15 minutes white Sox need to get it together and uh jeff that's jeff charles jeff charles has has them winning the world series they've had a rough week they did not play monday or tuesday lost a doubleheader to uh got swept in a doubleheader yesterday to cleveland and are losing four to three today there's did y'all a, bite on the white Sox future high early season uh yeah yeah i liked it yeah, yeah. I, I liked it but i just didn't bite on look they're in a terrible division they're gonna win yeah. they're gonna host the playoff series they'll be fine yeah i agree i think that's the key to taking them if you think they're gonna win the world like there are they're gonna have a home playoff series and in their division this summer they're probably just gonna steamroll through that roll. thing and yeah. put up a lot of wins so i think they'll i i I don't be know a lot if, of midday wins this summer, I feel like, coming for the White Sox. If you just went like team to team, them versus the AL East teams, I might like those AL East teams better, but they're going to beat up on each other all year. Yeah. And so it's going to be brutal getting out of that division. I mean, that division is very tough. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have a little bit of breaking news. I have what? confirmation on the uh, Pirate Radio golf team in the morning. Jeff, confirmation? I have. I was going to uh, break it at the end of the session. Cursing. That is. Wow. Sorry. Didn't mean Blasphemy. Uh, the team will be Troy Dreyfus, Chandler Honeycutt, Brandon Manning, former pirate, oh! and David Price of David Price Man, Construction. What a all star team! All star team. What a force! And you guys, we were joking uh, about wearing the hard hats out there. I think with DP out there, you should at least on a putt. It'd be a great photo op. It would be a nice photo. Yes. And, uh, you know what? That we might have to make that happen. We had talked to CJ about documenting this. I don't know if uh, we can, but you and Troy will be out there. Make sure you get some good camera video. What I know there will be a selfie taken at uh, some point. Well, sure. well, multiple for sure. Yeah. So uh, I'll try to my best to get some. Uh, it's going to be tough though. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> but uh, no, I'll I'll get some videos and pictures and stuff like that. So. The Pirate, be fun. Pirate Radio Golf Team will be uh, in it tomorrow. The Riley's Army Golf Tournament. So that's uh, that's good stuff. We'll have a full update with, uh, and I'm sure they'll be talking about that Saturday on the Golf Shop Radio Show, y'all's performance. So a lot of eyeballs on you, Chandler. Yeah. Well, make sure you talk. Make sure you ask Mark Greenhouse about it tomorrow. Yeah. Because the tournament will be done by the yeah, time we we'll, talk to him. We'll them. wrap it up. We'll yeah. get his thoughts on it. All right. And finally, Mike Tyson. I don't know if he beat up a guy. Did he beat up a guy? I think Spinal. if you're Mike, like you got to know that like the full force would decimate somebody's face. Yeah. So you you punch him at like sixty percent. He hamburger meated him a little bit. Yeah. Just kind of mushed him and yeah, it was, it was like little rabbit punches. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a slight mauling. But this guy, I don't I don't you know violence not the answer. Peace, everyone. But you can't just. Agitate and instigate and annoy Mike Tyson, a known tail whipper, like like somebody who knows will handle you the business. If there's a guy that has the nickname the baddest man on the planet, you probably don't (laughs) want to mess with him. You'd rather go to Mars to fight an alien than fight this guy in a confined space where you can't get away. Your only answer is to jump out the emergency exit to your death. I mean, Tyson would be like in the top three of dudes I'm not fighting probably. Yeah. In that situation. To this day. That's the guy you tried to pick on? <laughs> You're right. Tyson. Uh, and there is video of the the gentleman uh, who is behind him in a seat, like, just saying nonsense. I, I don't know, but judging by his eyes, his slurred speech, I'm going to say he was... Intoxicated. S-faced. Yeah. 
and Twilight. and then he got s faced by mm-hmm. uh mike tyson so that story uh that has gone viral on social media if you want more uh video and info you can find it but don't i mean it's a good lesson not to act like a jackass to anyone but especially somebody that could do that to your face a business handler you should not uh proposed business with and i'd say be smarter but he had probably had so much to drink it so i guess the lesson is control you your alcohol put yourself intake. in a situation where your uh inhibitions are unleashed i mean sure take a drink or two take the edge off of a flight but sure let's not get hammered no let's get not hammered. fight mike tyson let's not fight mike tyson <laughs> save that for mike tyson's punch out on nintendo he can say he played it in real life <laughs> <laughs> uh, if now if he'd have taken on glass joe beforehand and right is dustin some old cat in first class then it's different king hippo maybe <laughs> but not go right to the big boss at the end all right let's take a break because we gotta talk to Corey glore we gotta say hello to the former play-by-play voice of ecu baseball now the voice of the tulane green wave Corey glore joins us when we return on pirate radio live on a thursday we're back with you after this to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip. Hey, Shirley. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Shirley wearing the novelty shirt today, Central Perk. Yep. From the television program Friends. You are correct, sir. Where I got my name. Where Chandler got his name, Chandler Bing. Chandler. What's your middle name? Brooks. Chandler Brooks Honeycutt. Chandler Brooks. All right. I uh, spelled my name wrong. <laughs> I spelled my middle name wrong whenever I like was signing up and enrolling into school here at East Carolina. And uh, hold on, hold on. on, hold on. <laughs> how do you misspell Brooks? K E S. And how do you no misspell e. Brooks at that age? There, there's no, there's no <laughs> e because I never used the word. Like I never. I could see Chandler filling out his application with Chandler. So, God bless with a crayon, <laughs> writing like holding the pen, Look, the crayon like this. I think <laughs> on my student ID it has. All right, there's just one B, but. Uh, you like, spelled like, it by putting two B's? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's Brooks. <laughs> no, B, it's B-R-O-O-K-S. No bleep. That's how you spell Brooks. <laughs> I put an E. What? You put so, the feminine. Brooke. Yeah. Chandler Brooke. That was going to be your girl name if you were a girl. Yes. Charlotte Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's for real. I mean, they were going to say they were going to name the child Chandler. You were going to be Chandler regardless of yep. if you what you had between the legs. So, uh, but like on my uh, EC like online stuff, 
like my EC portal pirate portal whatever it was spelled wrong you know what i like about you chandler you're not afraid to admit you're honest when you're a dummy and i'm not either I, it's self-deprecating I, I think that shows a sign of being uh funny i'm doing having it. a good Humble. sense of humor i would yeah. be doing a disservice Grounded. to not let that be known yeah. you know, on radio and i think it just makes for good radio my middle name is lloyd how would you spell that uh l-l-o-y-d good job why is there the double l in lloyd doesn't make a lot of sense it's weird isn't it it's there gotta be something from overseas yeah some something a long time ago all right why talk about this when we can talk to Corey glore and say hello hello to Corey, who uh we have not had on in a while but it's great to catch up with him and hear his voice once again it'll be the pirates and the green wave Corey, good to talk with you buddy how you doing well, you can talk to me for no reason. Like, I know you're having me on because Tulane is the opponent this weekend, but I'm always willing to talk to you here, Clip. Ah, uh, good point. All my relationships are business relationships, so I don't care how you're doing or what's going on in your life. I'm, I'm only interested in the sports aspect of your life. Clip, you are not only a friend, you are more than that. You are a business associate to me. <laughs> That's special. That means a lot. Corey, uh, it is great to have you back on, man. Uh, people around here, well, I, I, some people miss you. Some people are glad you're gone. Uh, there's, a, there's a mix of that. <laughs> In fact, you uh, you kind of tested the waters on that earlier this week. You asked Igo to put in the VIP chat. Uh, is Corey Glor, how did you work? Are you missed or do you miss Corey? Uh, do you like still like Corey? How did you word it? I think what I said, uh, I texted Igo that morning, uh, and I believe the question was, do fans still like me, and will they like me this time next week? <laughs> I think that was the question. And a lot of the answers were, uh, we'll see how the series goes. So Okay. I, I got a, a couple snippets. Igo sent a, a couple to me about some of the responses uh i did not see uh, every uh answer I, i'm not that needy i mean i'm very needy, <laughs> but not that level of needy um but uh, but yeah i think that's a fair question let's see how the series goes then we'll see if uh, i've worn out my goodwill in my previous six years in greenville uh yeah i think you're uh you're quite missed Corey. but uh hey scooter doing a great job scott rogers he said that y'all two will probably hook up while he's down there in new orleans and uh on top of all that Corey, we got a great series ahead of us the pirates you, you'll recognize these pirates because they're playing some good east carolina baseball right now coming off a sweep over ucf they've won a couple of midweek games in a row and are on top of the conference and then right there a game below them are your two lane green wave so uh this is an, an important series here in the aac it's uh as two lane has continued to stress throughout the year about the goal is to win this conference and be an NCAA tournament team. Everyone and their mother here knew that this weekend was going to be the one to focus on because if if you want it, you got to go take it, and you got to take it from the team that's held on to it for, I don't know, the last three years running right now. And so it's um, this is the this is the team. This is the opponents that uh, that Tulane knew they would have to go through in order to try and win a league championship. And what, what's you know, I've talked to Travis Stewart a lot. And after two of the opening week of the season clip, and, and ECU lost to Bryant to open the year, and yeah. there was a lot of confusion, I think, as to just how on earth that happened. And 
I remember Travis Jewett just asking me what what happened, and I said, to be honest, I don't really, you know, I'm not too terribly in tune with what's going on there anymore. <laughs> and he said, they'll figure it out. He's too good. Cliff Godwin's too good. That team's too good. They'll figure it out. And they figured it out. But the last two weeks, they've clearly figured it out. And so now this is the team that I think Tulane was expecting to see coming in this weekend. It just took a lot longer to get there than many were anticipating. Part of that, Corey, especially that opening weekend, we learned uh, just a few days ahead of first pitch that Carson Wisenhunt would not be able to pitch for East Carolina this year. And that takes a first-round draft pick potentially arm out of your rotation. So you're going to miss out on him, Corey. You're also going to miss out uh, potentially, we'll see, on Jake Kuchmaner, who left uh, his start on Friday. He was pitching well last week, left the game against UCF. I, and, and from what I'm hearing, it's not serious, but I don't know if you'll see him starting. What you will see, uh, Corey, is our new ace uh, for East Carolina, uh, a pitcher named Ryder Giles. Uh, you maybe remember him playing shortstop and, and hitting for East Carolina. All of a sudden now, he's our best pitcher, Corey. Things have changed. I'll tell you why. It's I'm thrilled for the kid that he has now reached this point, and I know circumstances that you've just alluded to uh, have kind of put him in this position, but he's succeeding there. And I remember very vividly in his first game as a freshman in 2019, in which he was playing at third because Turner Brown was still around at shortstop, and. There was some talk about him having two-way possibility, but that seemed like it was shelved heading into the middle of February. And then he came on to close out the opening day of his first game as a collegiate baseball player on the mound. And it surprised him, surprised his family. I think it surprised a lot of people in that dugout. And now to see that and, and how that started to where he is now, and leading the weekend rotation, that's awesome. Like it's, uh, I, I, I can't be uh, any any happier for the kid to see, you know, a, a very strange turn. I would imagine in yeah. his collegiate career that he probably wasn't even expecting to have happen. But um, that's what uh, you know. Ryder is a very uh, very hard worker, very fun loving guy. To see him get this opportunity and succeed in this opportunity, that's been really great to see. Corey Glore joining us, voice of the Tulane Green Wave. Speaking of arms, Corey, uh, how about Grant Siegel for Tulane? Uh, six and one, two one five ERA. Is he available for the Green Wave this weekend? Uh, no. From, according to Travis Jewett, he, he told me that on the, the podcast I do with him weekly that came out today. So uh, he will he will not go this weekend. Uh, it, like Cooch Maynard, it is not serious. But something clearly happened after the Houston game uh, last week, and that was a short rest with everyone having a day left to work with. And so they're, they're going to give him this weekend. They, they fully expect he'll be around next weekend at UCF. Uh, but, no, he will not be leading the rotation tomorrow. So, it's a huge loss, no question. He's been unbelievable this year. And we know all about what that means. It's not just losing your, your game one starter. Now you got it's the domino effect of that, Corey. So how about the, the arms we'll see uh, for Tulane? Who, uh, who stands out uh, starting, and who are their uh, main bullpen guys? Well, now it'll be you know Dylan Carmouche will now likely lead the weekend. He's been the Saturday guy all year, and every one of these pitchers that I'll tell you about, Cliff, they are coming off of 
down outings. The weekend in Houston was not the finest hour on the mound. And now Carmouche, who actually got pegged with a line drive early on in his start last Friday in Houston, got hit right on the right ankle. And luckily, nothing structurally happened. The ankle just ballooned, but you could tell he was not comfortable at all in the rest of his day. I've been to that park a few times. It seems like every time I go to Houston, someone's getting hit with a line drive. It's unbelievable there. But um, it, but Carmouche is going to now lead the way on Friday on normal rest now because he pitched last Friday. Left-hander can go over the top, go three-quarter slot, great changeup, can throw a fastball with either slot, has a slider from three-quarter, has a curveball from over the top. We're going to see two funky pitchers tomorrow, <laughs> no question, with the arm deliveries that – Carmouche and Giles have, uh, you're going to see kind of an octopus-looking graph on the mound from these two with how much they drop the arm. Uh, and then it, it Michael Massey, who's been the Sunday guy, I believe he's going to stay on Sunday's fastball pitcher, freshman from Atlanta, who has been really good first time through a lineup. And then when he sees the team a second time around, things tend to get a little bit upside down on him, and they went way off the rails against Houston. And so that's something that a freshman needs to figure out how to work through. It's a, it's a very talented freshman, but now figuring out how teams are adjusting to him, that's the next hurdle for Michael. And then on Saturday, looking like it'll be a Chandler Welch, another freshman here, um, a local kid. His dad played here in the early 90s. He started against Southern Miss on Tuesday, only went two innings just to be at the ready in case he was needed to start this weekend. Last couple of times, he's been great. He's a fearless guy, low 90s fastball with a really good slider and a curveball. Um, he's a, he can he's very uh, animated, tenacious. Uh, it, you need a glass of warm milk when you watch him on the mound. But um, he, he will attack hitters. And frankly, with the, the recent stretch that two-lane pitching has been on and it hasn't been its greatest, um, that's all Travis doing is looking for right now. Throw, attack the hitter and make them beat you. And then if you can stretch it to Zach DeVito to close the game, who is the best closer in the league right now, hmm. um, then you're set up for uh, for a victory or two here this weekend. But getting to that point from starter to, really, uh, to closer, uh, I think it's a little bit in flux right now with the recent two weeks or so that this two-line pitching staff has really struggled. Good insight from Corey Glor, voice of the Tulane Green Wave, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Corey, you'll recognize a lot of familiar faces in this East Carolina lineup, including Agnos and Hoover at the top. Josh Moylan's been hitting the ball better of late. Bryson Worrell coming off his best weekend of the season was the AAC Player of the Week. You got Alec Makarevich. So a lot of familiar names in there. Uh, some new guys, and, and you saw a little bit of Jacob Starling. He has worked himself into the lineup, Corey. And you would have been a big Jacob Jenkins Coward fan. He is a free spirit, a uh, lot of smiles, apparently likes to mix it up in the dugout, and he has been uh, one of East Carolina's, if not the best hitter for East Carolina in this season. So uh, the, the bats have woken up for the Pirates, at least for the past four or five games, and, and they're trending upwards. How about uh, Tulane? Who are the uh, the heavy hitters there in that lineup for the Greenway? Well, you're going to see – Right now, the the front runner for conference player of the year at the top of the lineup, and and Ethan Groff, and the yeah. the elevation that he has had from last year, in which really struggled last season, was really a fourth outfielder last year, um, to what he is now, in which he's batting four twenty, and no one else is really close in the league. 
to he's homered in three straight games to the the ability that he has had to find his way on base. Everything is barreled up. It, it reminds me a lot of what Connor Norby was doing last year. The same type of approach at the plate, just even miss hits are hit hard and they find ways to work. Um, he's been amazing to watch. And so him at the top of the lineup has been at times a, a, a lifesaver for this two-lane offense, Cliff, because it's been inconsistent this year. Uh, the guys that were freshman All-Americans last year in Chase Engelhard and Bennett Lee, they really struggled to open the year. And now they're starting to round back into form with the bat. They're starting to make better contact and get on base. They've kind of been shuffled down to the five and six holes of the order right now. In between that, you have a redshirt senior in, in Luis Avilas who had about a three-week stretch in which he was the best player in the conference. The, everything he hit was insanely hard. Um, now he's on a little bit of a downturn here. He got nicked up a couple places in Houston last weekend, so Tulane needs to get him back in the mix at the two-hole. And then it's a couple of freshmen right in the middle of the order here clip that have really come on over the last month. Jackson Lynn in the outfield and Brady Marquette, who has taken a lot of time at first base right now. Lynn, it reminds me a lot of Whirl. And um, the only difference is that he's not a switch hitter. and so, But he's got the power. He's got the speed. He can cover a lot of ground in the outfield. He is learning the game here game by game. And as a freshman with some raw talent, it's been, frankly, I think a quicker learning process than the coaching staff even thought he was going to be able to accomplish. So he's been awesome in the three-hole. And then Brady Marquette, one of the few lefty bats that Tulane has. We don't have a ton of left-handed hitters. And over the last month, it seems like everything he hits is coming off the bat at 105, 110, has a couple of home runs and some big moments here. And so a big kid from Milwaukee, left-hander, six foot five, that has taken some time here at first base. And so it's a young lineup when you really look at the ages here. you got a couple of true freshmen, a redshirt sophomore, a couple of sophomores, all around Luis Avilas, the redshirt senior, um, at the top six of the order. And now they're, they're starting to, I think, settle into a good groove right now offensively. I like the matchup. Going to be a lot of fun this weekend. Corey Glor will be on the call on the Tulane side of things and Scott Rogers for the East Carolina side of things as the Pirates and Green Wave go at it. Corey, uh, it's well documented at this point. I am a Ron Hunter stan and one of ECU's best wins this year came against the Green Wave in Menji's Coliseum and then of course uh, Tulane. It was an absolute blowout and that game i've never seen a two-lane crowd like that especially for an east carolina two-lane game but everybody loves a winner it looks like they were showing up uh packing it out and enjoying that uh basketball team this past year Corey, how about baseball how's the following what kind of crowds do you think we'll see uh this weekend for the uh the games with the the pirates and the green wave I'm going to be interested in the crowd size as well here this weekend. Clip the weather is supposed to be beautiful. We're talking about 80 degrees every day um, here with no real chance of rain. And to get that at this time of year here, you're going to take that and run. If you're, if you're East Carolina, you're going to love the fact that you're going to come here towards the late end of April and not have to worry about rain because it's always kind of in the mix. But uh, I think what will be interesting, I, the fans here know what this matchup is, what is on the line here, not just conference championship, but you're talking about at large in the NCAA tournament right now with these two. Um, and so fans are aware of that here. 
What's going to be interesting is there's three day games. That Friday is a two o'clock game locally here, and so that's probably going to depress the crowd, which was going yeah. to be pretty large on a Friday night. But they had to move due to a graduation that's happening Friday night over at the football stadium, and then there is a, a, a big time event happening. Uh, two of them on campus Saturday. There's a Hall of Fame induction ceremony Saturday morning, right before the baseball game. And I know they're hoping a lot of people just move from that show to the baseball game. Uh, but there's also Crawfest going on on campus, an annual event right in the heart of Tulane campus, which is about 10,000 people wolfing down crawfish nice. and enjoying live music. And, and on top of all that, French Quarter Fest is happening this weekend. There's golf tournament this weekend. The Pelicans have playoff games this weekend. <laughs> um, Tulane is fighting for a lot of uh, a lot of they're trying to find out some space here. Yeah, good point. That window this weekend. So, um, fans here, I mean, they'll hold pretty steady right now at about 1,500 to 2,000 fans a game here. We, we cracked about 2,300 when Southern Miss was in town here on Tuesday. Um, I know ECU will certainly have some people coming in. I know that fan base. So, I expect, I expect to see some purple and gold <clears> out here this weekend. Um, but fans that will be coming out this weekend here on the two-lane side of things, I think they know that this is uh, the most important weekend of the year. And a great chance uh, for Pirate fans to go watch some baseball and maybe check out some HV3. We're uh, watching that tournament right now on television as we speak. Also, Corey, you mentioned all that stuff, and uh, you got to it, but you know, Pelican's home game against uh, a really, really good team, a team that Many have picked to win it all. I got to think that that's going to be the place to be on Friday night, right? Are you going to be able to to see any uh, Pelicans playoff basketball? Yeah, I was looking to go Sunday night uh, once that game was over because they're eight thirty tip times both Friday and Sunday here, and so I was eyeing down Sunday. But for the first time since I've moved here, the tickets have been priced out of my range. <laughs> right. They are sold out both games. Uh, and and our good friend Todd Graffinini has not uh, sent tickets my way. <laughs> holding that against him, so he's probably got a lot of calls right now from a lot of folks. Yeah, so. I texted him as soon as I saw the dates. Once they beat the Clippers, I said tickets for Sunday, please. Yeah, he said good, and he said good luck. <laughs> so that was it. Um, so I, I doubt I'll be able to get to either one of those games. Uh, I, the city has certainly. Um, rallied around that team and it's been a fun team to watch and so uh i I know it's frankly a good thing in that regard that Tulane is not playing baseball friday night at the same exact time uh is with the way that um well that team is easier to root for over there and so now that they've won the game now that devin booker's not around and now you're starting to hear some folks say well maybe why not I, i don't know if we're there yet with that team but uh I, what I found very quickly when I moved here, Cliff, was that if you show love for this city, it will show love to you back. And, you know, there's been plenty of talk about the Pelicans' future here in this city and Zion's future with that team yeah. and what that franchise has shown, what the coach has shown, what those players have shown is a love for the city. And that's all you need to do here. And they it, they will open your arms and wrap themselves around you and not let you go. That This city loves that team, and it's vice versa. And so it's it's been fun to kind of tangentially be a part of, even though it's not my rooting interest. 
in the NBA, uh, it's hard to not watch that team and, and hope that they do well. Corey Glor joining us. While we're on the topic, Corey, and, and I saw someone say this about the Braves last night that uh, because of the World Series last year, just the, the focus game to game on what's happening this year is just not there. And, and I feel the exact same way. I kind of honestly – after the Braves beat the Dodgers in the NLCS, I was happy. I didn't care what happened in the World Series. Uh, it was nice that they capped it off. But I, I'm that way, too, coming off a championship where uh, they've got – the Braves have a nice little grace period, even though they're still really good and still should be able to win and go to the playoffs. How about you with the Bucks? Uh, as they lose last night, Chris Middleton uh, is injured. Hopefully he'll be able to return in these playoffs. I think I saw a sprained in MCL. I don't really know what that means. Maybe you do. Uh, but the Bucks gave you a title, Corey. So are you giving them a grace period, or are you uh, angry that they lost to the, the Bulls last night in Game 2? Well, I'm always angry about them, even yeah. if they win a title. And you know that. You've been around me. and so. But the, you, you are correct. They do have a grace period with me. Um, a sprained MCL is rarely a short-term injury. And so if Middleton's not around, even though he, he played horribly, last night everyone played horribly last night um then i I, the bucks are going to have a a, a massive challenge one getting out of this series and two if they do getting past either brooklyn or boston so um i I think that resets the um expectations which that that team is a legitimate title contender again um and but the way that they have come out in the first two games of this series they've played a good quarter and a half in the eight quarters that they played, the, the first quarter on Sunday, and then the the second half of the third quarter uh, last night, and that's been it. And so, um, if you're going to do that, I don't care who you're playing, you're going to lose. You're going to lose a series that way. And so, um, if if they are uh, adamant about a title defense here, and they know they're going to operate without Chris Middleton, most likely here for the rest of the series. Um, the, the effort needs to be much better than what it has been uh, in the first two games. But you're right. I have uh, I, I have a championship with them. I have a ton of merch already because of that. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know... It, I, I, You've named your unborn first son Giannis? Yeah. Uh, very, uh, yes, I already have. Uh, I don't have a son yet, but he's named Giannis. Yeah. Um, it's, um, no, if, if I don't... I, went in knowing that they weren't the best team in the league this year anyway, and I'm not as hungry for a championship this year. If this is where it ends, I'll be annoyed because I know enough Bulls fans. But um, so be it. I still have a title. You still got that, Corey Glore, and you still got those golden pipes. Uh, it's great to catch up with you today. Um, uh, hopefully Pirate fans will be shooting you messages this weekend on where they're listening to the game from and all that, and you'll have some uh, fun interaction with ECU fans. But go. Uh, what were we saying with that? It would be funny. Are you going to talk to Cliff Godwin before the game? And, and your phrase, was it always, go get us a win, I believe? Are you going to say, like, go get us a loss? Like, what are you going to say to Cliff before the game? Uh, my phrase is usually, all right, let's go get a win. Let's go get a win, okay. As I said to every coach I interviewed to wrap up our pregame interviews. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I might I might walk up to him and say, hey, let's go get a loss. 
I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he he, he would absolutely love that. <laughs> Corey, uh, have a great call this weekend, man. Great to catch up with you, and uh, we'll do it again when Tulane and East Carolina intermingle on the field or court or hardwood. And you know what? I might just say hello to you uh, and at a random time, too, and be a friend. Yeah, we can we can just talk about whatever. Life okay. and love and happiness sadness like mm. uh, whenever you want to talk uh, i can be your therapy session on the air if you'd like all right fair enough i'll hold you to that thank you Corey. see you bud see you club Corey gore back on pirate radio he'll be calling the action uh on the other side coming up on friday saturday sunday as east carolina takes on the two-lane green wave should be a great series top two teams in the aac facing off let's take a time out we'll come back hour two of pirate radio live we'll talk pirate baseball and we'll rage with brandon manning we'll get our brandon manning farm bureau insurance ecu baseball recap we got a lot of wins to talk about with mr brightside himself brandon manning he joins us when we return after this to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has uh, been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. Shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Dub Up. Dub Up. Bubba Watson and Harold Varner III are a duo this weekend. And they are playing well through seven holes. They are five under par. The leader right now, leaders, are at 12 under, but five under uh, still on the front nine for Bubba Watson and Harold Varner III. So uh, some good golf going on. And, uh, boy, there's a lot of golf balls in that one body of water right there. Everybody's hitting at the same spot. That's strange. Brandon Manning's here. Everybody can see what you're looking at up there. just want you to know that. I love a good callback, and I love when my words are used against me, and that man that just did that is Brandon Manning, who joins us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Clip. Hello, what, Chandler. What's up, partner? <laughs> yes. So you guys are going to be doing a little golfing on Friday. Yeah. Can't wait. Representing, yes. remember, you're representing the station, so in turn, you're representing me out there. Okay. So And don't forget Troy's with us. <laughs> Troy, he'll do. Are we going to flip a coin to see who has to ride with uh, with Troy? Can we do that on air? Nah. Best of three paper rock scissors. <laughs> nah, you, nah, you got Troy. God, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going right. to sit with my good buddy David Price. Troy's the ringer. I got you. We're going to be fun. We're Who's fun. the? Uh, have you golfed with these fellows before? Either one of you? I have never golfed with any of the three I will be out there with. Okay. You haven't golfed with Troy? I was I've thinking never. you might have golfed Mm-mm. with Troy. No. Uh, what are your expectations for tomorrow a lot just of, to have fun a lot of fun a lot of laughs i don't like the sound of that i wanted to hear birdies i wanted to hear 
a lot of great strokes birdies eagles yeah fireball <laughs> what that, that that's what you, that's like an ace that's like a hole in one i don't think so no. all right brandon uh pirate baseball so i want to go back to this you are your mr Brightside. Mm-hmm. coming out of my cage i've been doing just fine um you said before the conference season started east carolina still had a chance to be an at-large uh to make a regional all they had to do was sweep the home series in conference play and go two out of three on the road Mm -hmm. well they went two out of three at home against wichita state two out of three on the road against cincinnati but they get the sweep on the road at ucf so as mr glass half full brandon manning you're kind of back on track now i'm I'm back on track so they have to pretty much for it to even be a a a possibility yeah a possibility um i think they have to get 18 more wins that would put them at 41 i think they've got 23 23 and 15 uh right now okay um so if they do that 41 then they can not have to win the tournament but if they get 15 and 3 and then win the conference tournament they'll be sitting pretty i mean i i hate to say it but and that's it's, it's uh, still, that's asking a lot that's asking a lot uh but 15 and 3 is doable with the way they're playing the last you know few games this was the team that was supposed to start a year you know at the plate uh you know getting on base putting pressure on everybody letting them make mistakes and now that they're doing that the teams are making mistakes and they're winning games all right, well, here's my path to 15-3. and three. Lose one at Tulane. Hmm. Lose to NC State. So now you already got two losses. But you sweep Cincinnati at home. You sweep Memphis on the road. They're terrible. You beat Duke. East Carolina's had a, a, a done a great job against Duke over the years, mm-hmm. midweek. Uh, sweep South Florida at home. Beat Campbell. And then take two or three from Houston. And you're 15-3. and three. The Campbell game worries me. Because it's not the same Campbell team we played at the beginning of the season. I mean, they're, they're going to put up a lot of runs. So if we go into that game with some tired arms, maybe. And then they put up 10 runs. Our, and our arms are tired. We don't have enough guys to throw out there to stop them. That can get away from us. That, that game scares me. And we're doing some what-ifs hypotheticals here. The good thing is the Pirates, with their play of late, have made us have this revisit this conversation yes that's a good thing um you know the the ace of Ryder giles yeah you know who i mean when we first started talking about the season we talked about Ryder giving us an inning to two innings at three at the at the late going through the lineup one time man he's just giving us seven innings that's what we needed and that was what we were expecting out of wizen hunt seven innings and a win and you know Ryder is taking that role very very and, and very much and ran with it uh, breaking baseball news, Kendall Rogers reporting that Dallas Baptist, which you only hear about during regional season baseball, really good program, uh, has been is expected to join the Conference USA for the 2023 baseball season. Uh, Kendall Rogers said this is a huge one from a baseball standpoint for Conference USA and for Dallas Baptist. I, I saw Corey Glore tweeted out, who we just had on a moment ago, that would have been a, a great ad for the American but Brandon, uh, Dallas Baptist, one of those, uh, again, you, you hear about them in May and June uh, regional time. That's right. I mean, they're they're always up there. Um, always got a lot of good arms. They're like Rice. Uh, I, I think them and Rice, very similar. Rice over the years, they always had like two pitchers that were like upper 90s and just gassed you to death all, down, all night long. I when, remember them coming to Greenville. And when you were uh, on the squad, is that the main 
yeah. foe in conference rice rice um uh southern miss here and there would, would do pretty good but rice just god they would just pitch you to death they had aces after ace it was amazing what they had all right well you, you mentioned our ace Ryder giles might be without jake Kuchmaner this weekend so gonna go ahead or mom and i was gonna say mom's the word on that nobody knows other than he's not pitching this weekend and they really hadn't officially came out with that yet have they no i think there's a godwin quote out there saying might may not go this weekend or something like so it doesn't sound serious but we yeah you're right we don't know uh so it could be some grows could be some jake hunter and then there's fresh arms because east carolina has not had to use a lot of pitching how about carter spivey the other night doing a bit of fan service wanting to get out of there the game had lasted a long time he said let's get out of here what do you get seven outs and 13 yeah, pitches that's right that, that'll that'll save you some time right there now <laughs> you don't need as much ice when you do that 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 was awesome and uh again just using eight pitchers the entire series last weekend so east carolina uh, certainly will have fresh arms as they head into their series against Tulane. Uh, Pirate Radio posting on Facebook about an hour ago. Hot read. Godwin updates status of Cooch Maynard heading into crucial Tulane series. And Godwin quotes, I don't feel like it's going to be something that's going to keep him out a long time. We feel very confident he's going to be able to pitch, if not this weekend, next weekend. Talking about Jake Cooch Maynard. Very positive news. Thank you for that update, Chandler. And thank you, Pirate Radio, for that hot read. All right, so... Uh, bats are waking up uh brandon is this just they found some pitching to hit against or is this a sign that from here on out this is the team we have you remember talking in like the first you know first couple of weeks i said we don't do good well in, in cold weather yeah. i say when it starts heating up our bats will heat up well the cold weather's been dragging out a little bit maybe i'll, I'll use that excuse i'm gonna be mr positive again here for you warmer weather we go down there we hit the ball i mean it's just fact doesn't matter i mean lane hoover getting on base I mean, Agnos getting on base. Makarevich just knocking in guys. You know, Bryson World just just crushing the ball everywhere. You know, everybody's doing what they were supposed to do to start the season off. Took a little while, but here we are. And uh, this is some pirate baseball we're seeing right now, this winning streak and the way they have played of late. And now Tulane will be without their ace. Just heard it from Corey Glore a moment ago. Grant Siegel, who if you look at their numbers – he has overwhelmingly the best numbers on the staff when it comes to the starters. They uh, they don't have some great numbers behind him. So this could be another weekend where the Pirate Bats could could get hot. Just got to jump on. Maybe there's – who was it we faced? Wichita. They had their ace pitching on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, But, I mean, maybe it's not like that. But we just got to jump on them early. You get on them early, your pitchers can kind of cruise a little bit. Well, that's what happened against UCF, right? Got, oh, yeah. the, got out of those leads got out it didn't matter if you made one bad mistake it, it was okay one bad pitch is not going to hurt you i think we gave up a, a bomb when we got up so you're up you're up by six to nothing and you get a home run spit on that next guy up does it don't dwell on it so if it's one to nothing or you know two to nothing and you give up a home run it's a lot different brandon manning joining us the ecu baseball recap brought to you by farm bureau insurance check out uh brandon manning today he can uh you can schedule a review get a free quote at 531-1812 brandon always has a cell phone on him it's right there uh so i'm not lying when i read this copy uh it's the perfect time for a review of your home auto and life insurance with a trusted and experienced agent and that's the man right there that guy right there i like the callaway shirt i like how the sleeve you've been in the gym will you be just a great shirt I tell you what, the way it's kind of perked up on the biceps, it looks like you've been working out a little bit. Maybe. It's that F3. 
Okay. Will, will you be representing Farm Bureau tomorrow? Farm Bureau and, and ECU at the same time. Sweet. I'll, I'll, I'll just maybe a purple Farm Bureau shirt or something. Oh, yeah. Are you What kind of uh, patches are you going to have on your shirt? I will be wearing a purple Pirate Radio polo. Good stuff. Title, gray Titleist hat. If you could throw on like Dub Buck over here and I don't know, you'd need to hit up a few sponsors, I think. Okay. I'll look good. David Price you Instructions. You can have you need some of his sponsors down the shoulder there. Brandon, as you know, I'm not a golfer. One time we went to Aiden when we were probably in high school or right out, and all I knew was watching golf on TV. They had the hats with some kind of company on it, right? Yeah. So I looked in my dad's hat closet. Pioneer. <laughs> it was green. I think it might have been Pioneer. Pioneer. <laughs> it, I think it was a green, and it had the Pioneer, what, in cursive? It's, it's just like a weird P. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, it was uh, just a, a random hat that had a logo. That's like classic. Like a, a company logo on it, mm-hmm. so I could pretend like well, I was sponsored by them. The, you know, the Dailies, John Daly, and now his son, John Daly II, little John. Little John. Uh, big Hooters supporters, and Hooters is a sponsor of theirs. I'm gonna have to talk to our guy Ryan. Maybe wings over. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it can be mine. Do we so, ever figure out how much he's getting paid in college, sponsored by Hooters? I don't know, but I bet it's a pretty penny. A nice NIL deal from uh, from John Daly the second. I'd have loved to have BW threes when I was in college as my sponsor. It'd be great. Yeah, uh, yeah. You really missed out, Brandon, because you were the type of athlete that businesses would have really gone after. Photogenic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and great on the mic. <laughs> Uh, they should have let you handle the post-game interviews. <laughs> like, hey, this guy didn't have a bat all year. That. Why is he talking? We didn't do that at all back then. There was there was nothing. Yeah, just Billy G up there t- talking to town, spitting dip on everybody. <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> we had Seth Manus on earlier this week. Did you hear that interview earlier? I did a part of it. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a great guy. He's a good kid. Good kid. Good Not family. a kid anymore. No, he's not. He is a grown ass man. Uh, Brandon, did you see the um, the picture? I believe I just saw it was a JUCO picture, just absolutely unloading on oh, that yeah. guy rounding third. Just saw that he has been banned from four games. So going forward. there was some backstory to that. Suspended for four games. I, I banned thought, means like you're yeah, done. Banned from, yeah, suspended four if games. Four games is that like four starts or is that no, like it's just four games? He's going to start. Weekend. He's going to get his next start. Yeah. Well, one yeah the one weekend if he's a Friday starter. Yeah, that's so. true. He probably misses one weekend. So like. I, okay, I, was, I get it. They said banned, but I don't know if that's the proper. I don't think so. Either. He's banned from the facilities. He can't come to the. They didn't have page balance in English like we did. Um, Donna Glasson, maybe. But uh, so the backstory to that was that guy hit a home run. So you hit a home run, and then supposedly he flicked him off while he was running around the bases. And well, then Kyrie actually then said something to him, and when the guy heard what he said, he was like. It's on. I'm, I'm just going to go get you. Well, it that, was on. Not not how you're supposed to fix that situation. The next time up, you might, if he says something to you and try to show you up, you put one in his ribs or something like that. But, no, ne- never a Goldberg out there. He put, he put <laughs> one in his ribs. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, the right shoulder. His whole body. <laughs> he went full Kyle Farnsworth. I mean, that was him? Big yoked up guy. He's the only guy I ever saw hit a guy and then charge the plate. <laughs> like, he, he did not wait for the guy to charge the mound. He charged him. And we saw this uh, pitcher charge uh, the runner coming around third. Day. It was the first targeting call ever in baseball. Yeah, they had to <laughs> yeah. review it. Did you hear the uh, the play by play announcer? Did you like listen to him? I don't uh, think so. He got he upset. Like, don't do it. Don't no no no. <laughs> he got upset. It was oh, no, almost it, it was almost Jim Ross like yeah. don't do it, John. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Austin. <laughs> hey, hey, rattlesnake. rattlesnake. <laughs> but now the the runner the runner got up and ran home and touched home plate. 
that's what you're talking about you got to but at that point glenn it's like when you're at that level they know all the families and like johnny don't do that you know uncle jimmy oh gonna be sure upset. don't sure. do this johnny no it oh, could have been uncle johnny on the or call jimmy on the, on the call yes yeah. it could have been a relative your mama's gonna kill you don't do this <laughs> don't do it oh man all right let's take a break we'll come back uh we'll rage a little bit i have a topic i'd like to rage about i have a topic as well that i think you might would like to get into so uh not knowing bands from the 90s well we can discuss that you can't really blame when somebody's born though do you know the temptations are yeah i'm a 40 year old man all right anyway i'm a man i'm 40 he's 40 we're white come at me we're gonna go inside the anger management rage room what are you raging about on this thursday you can chime in on facebook live twitter or give us a call 317-1250 more to go on pirate radio live kurt cone wants a brandon manning autograph (laughs) Uh, we'll get that done too back with you after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by beauty bar metaspa do you want to get rid of wrinkles tighten and lift your skin smooth your skin texture erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair are you interested in botox or filler visit beautybarmetaspa.com to set up a free consultation now back to the show welcome back tommy's express car wash Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Got Emery Hunt joining us coming up later on this hour. You can watch him on CBS Sports HQ. Follow him on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. We'll talk some NFL draft. We are just one week away from the nfl draft so we'll talk about that later on this hour troy d coming up in hour three and a giveaway will open up the booty bag but right now it's time to uh get a little anger out and go inside the anger management rage room is work making you furious are the kids making your blood boil does your ex have you seen red there's a way to release that anger, and it's right here in Greenville. Let your next therapy session be at Anger Management Rage Room. Chandler, it's right down the road. Where on, is it? On Clark Street, and uh, a really cool place right behind a, the brewery there on Clark Street or uh, Pitt Street Brewery. And uh, they have two sides to the building. One has a Subaru. One has a Jeep. And you can basically bring anything you want to beat up bring a picture of an ex so earlier this week when chandler's jeep broke down you wanted to go out there and beat up a jeep i i was thinking about beating up my jeep i was thinking about just taking it there pulling it up and parking it right there and taking one of the softball or baseball bats that they provide you there at anger management rage room and just going to town on it <laughs> anger mgmtnc.com for more information you can uh, let that anger out in a safe and fun way uh, at the Anger Management Rage Room. Uh, small rage today. Last, we had sports trivia last night. Great time. Enjoyed it. Good crowd. A lot of fun. 
And while we were there, we're watching every game because they have direct TV. So they got every baseball game, every hockey game, NBA playoffs. Well, I don't have NBA TV at my house. And the best game last night happened to be on NBA TV. And that was the Sixers and Raptors going into overtime and Joel Embiid hitting a three-pointer at the buzzer to beat the Raptors in overtime. And I could not watch any of it because I don't have NBA TV. Why are they putting playoff games on channels that not all Americans can see? I, first of all, I thought it was weird to see it. Are, are playoff games usually on NBA TV anyway? There's one on tonight. Yes. The first round. Dang it! They used to always so throw the usually the first round. It's just that, the first that's round. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. The Bobcats. That's ridiculous. That's kind of like the NCAA tournament. You know, true you get some TV. true TV action. Yeah. NCAA double A. NCAA. I did say that. Thanks for calling me out. Appreciate well, it. now you're right, but true TV is readily available now to everyone. NBA TV is like an add-on. Yeah. That is not offered by my cable. What, get that. Is fixed, true guys. TV available? Whatever. What if we just do ESPN app and CBS? App. What if it's just a streaming person? True TV is not available to everybody. If you got a streaming app, March Madness app, it is available. Okay. When I get <laughs> rage, I get high. Yes. And Barney. By the way, yesterday was 420. Everybody's high out there. High. Driving six miles an hour, eating all the food. They were out of food everywhere I went because all you pot smokers out there. The lines at the Taco Bell were out of control. Outrageous. Clean it. Talk about slow drivers again. Me and Shirley get all upset about that. (laughs) Trying to get Brandon fired up. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Put the games on TNT, TBS, USA, Bravo. Mm, That makes me rage right there. Was that a missed putt by Harold? No. Bubba? I guess these two are the only ones that could talk about what the hell happens on this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your rage, Brandon? Like, that's my rage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let let me make a fist pump for a home run. Brandon, we can't see what's going on over there on the screen. No, sir. <laughs> Jesus. Brandon, when you're right, you're right. And you're you're right. All right. Put the games on TV so I can watch them. Anybody else want to rage today? I do. Uh, unless you want to go first. No, you go, right, you go right ahead. Um, since we're, we're playing golf tomorrow together, mm-hmm. me, you, Troy D, David Price uh, at Greenville Country Club, I, I thought I would rage on some pet peeves of playing golf. One of them being, this might be my only one too, but you're out in the fairway, you're trying to hit a shot, you're with some buddies, you got three or four people with you, and you turn around and there's people at the tee box, and instead of sitting patiently in their cart, they're sitting, standing on the tee box with the driver's out, just you know with their legs crossed it, it makes me so mad i just i feel like that's rude i feel like that kind of goes against golf etiquette on the golf course sit in your cart just chillax wait your turn wait your turn were you were you only out there like at the red tees i mean how far did you hit it there stud <laughs> what do you mean i mean were you were you just like were you having to take a drop because everybody was in the woods i mean there could be a lot of reasons why they were waiting on you no, I'm just saying they they just pulled up. Well, if, they, if you sit right there, you might cramp up, man. Just get up and run the stretch of legs. Run nah, it bothers out. me. It your bothers rage me. is your fault. That's what Brandon is trying Brandon's to say. Brandon's a T spotter. A T. Are you? So are you one of those guys that do it? He's tomorrow, one. tomorrow when you do it, I will take a picture and send that in. Hot read. Nah, you won't Chandler see me. Chandler breaks his rage. <laughs> yeah, you won't see me do it tomorrow. All right. 
Troy, you won't see Troy it. will. Now, I'm not talking about... Now, I'll get out of the cart. I'm not going to stand on the tee box. I, I might stand there beside my my cart. I might go over there and talk okay, to Troy or you. I appreciate that. But I'm not going to sit there on the tee like, box. It's like a deep, like, uh, like teeth. Oh, it makes me so mad. Oh, man. It makes me mad. And then, and then people hitting on you, too. No, at a bar? That happens. <laughs> I hate that. Jeez, especially Chandler gets hit on all the time. Because it's awkward, like, what are you doing? No, but this I'm saying... happened in a Especially while. where Brandon, I'm married. You hear, you hear something behind you, and there's a golf ball, like, rolling towards you. You know what I'm saying? Without saying four? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think there's going to be some issues with this team tomorrow. No, though. we're going to have fun. I think we the might need to document it. Yes. <laughs> the culture we have fine. documentation. This is coming tomorrow. There'll I, be some video clips. I think we have locker room issues yeah. on Team Pirate Radio already. <laughs> Wait, I you, mean, this is Team Headcase, if yes. I've ever seen one. Yes. <laughs> Who's the headcase? Everybody but Everybody. You. Well, I don't know David Price, but... I know Brandon and Troy's heads are big enough for the whole team. It's like a whole team of Ron Artest and Dennis <laughs> Rodman. <laughs> Lord. All right, uh, anybody else? No, nah, I got one. And, and Charlotte, I, I said this when I came in. Eclipse said it wasn't a good freaking rage. But if you're going to play music in your place of business, mm-hmm. all right, if you're like, yeah, we're running. So I, I go to buy um, a shirt, nice shirt, all right, today. Uh, they had Pearl Jam playing. What was, song? Uh, it was Daughter. All right. Um, Pearl Jam. That's a good song. Not the one Bryce was talking about. Yo, that, that better. Yeah. So I'm sitting right there, and I'm like, oh, man, this song's probably older than you are. She's like, I don't even know who what this is. I was like, what? She, I said, she said, what year did this song come out? I said, uh, 93 to 95, somewhere in that year. I don't know exactly the year, mid-90s. She said, who is it? I said, what? I said, she said, "Well, my dad was only ten years old at that in in the mid '90s." I said, "What? I mean, you got to frame it correctly, though, Brandon. Because like, if you think about it, when we were that age, like, that would have been her- like something from the '60s right. or '70s." But my argument to Clip was, "Did you not know who the heck the Temptations were?" I, who cares if I did or not? Did you what not you, know? I what feel like the care? Temptations were bigger at their Hold time than up. Pearl Jam. What do you care? Hold up. At the at their time, their at the, time at, at their time, the, the their t- time. Was bigger than Pearl Jam? At their time. That girl is working. Why are you bothering her at work? She's raging about this a-hole that came in <laughs> trying to explain Pearl Jam to her. But she didn't even... She's never heard of Pearl Jam. Who cares? They had heard of Nirvana, <laughs> but not Pearl Jam? How, how, one or two? How, how old was the girl? <laughs> well, she, she was born in 2000. Yeah. You're in there so, b- I mean, bullying some poor 20-year-old making minimum wage. Shirley, I need some help right here. Well, I have a slight sidebar to that. Can't afford a Spotify Slight spon- sidebar uh, to that. <laughs> subscription. Somewhat related. If you're going to work at a music radio station. All right, that's different. Okay. And you do not know your playlist, then you need to be fired. When... The band's name is NXS. I N X S. It is not freaking pronounced Inks. Don't <laughs> ever say Inks. Who, if you don't know who has the ever name, done this is a very specific story. This is a very specific <laughs> because I was listening to said radio station, heard it, and obviously whoever was the DJ was he he sounded young. Well, but he said, "Here's inks. Okay, come on, this come on. Like what working. radio station still come. plays that stuff? You can't say. Uh, never mind. No, oh, what are you, a young it. millennial girl? <laughs> can't say. Relax. Some people I'm like just old music. Saying, I, that is, that's, in, I want to know. In, in the situation, in this particular context, 
you must know your subject matter. If you are going to be a DJ on a music radio station, you better know how to correctly pronounce the music that you're playing. I agree. Also, and I've been guilty of this at times, I try to know everyone's name before I pronounce it, but if you have a sports show and you say an athlete's name wrong, you look dumb too. And we've Correct. done that. But, but it's a lot easier to know a band's name, a famous band's name, than a guy that plays for That's true. Missouri. So, or like when or, there was like a year or two there where everybody had to learn how to pronounce Giannis's name. Yeah. Perfect example. I don't Kumpo. know how to pronounce Giannis's name, so I don't say it. Yeah. Period. So if you don't know how to pronounce the band's name, just give the just name say, of the song hey, there's that and song. move on. Great band. Move on. Uh, and another thing. I'm tired of no more honey mustard anywhere around. That's pissing me off, too. Is it again? Is it happening again? Yes, by God. No, it's not. That's all my kids will eat with their freaking chicken nuggets is honey mustard. They won't try barbecue hey, sauce. Not so nuggets. The reason why it's out of stock. No. We're talking about Supremes. Well, Supreme, yeah, the, the the one by in Aiden by my house, I, they're they're all always out of everything. Well, that, every I thought that was a good location. Now it is a great. Li- they're we, they're the slower of the Bojangles, but they're typically pretty pretty good, solid, pretty, pretty, pretty solid. consistent. But man, Jesus well, they ain't Christ. cooking the honey mustard, Glenn. That ain't yeah. their fault. It, that is a issue that I can't be involved with. I'm just yeah. talking about the sweet tea and the chicken. That is pretty consistent. It is. Uh, Redbeard says Brandon has been banned from UBE. And also, Brandon. Nobody said it was UBE, Redbeard. Oh, I, he didn't. I did. Oh, <laughs> Another thing I'm raging about, people that snitch. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Brandon, you are in trouble with your wife. She says, stop talking to those girls. <laughs> I was doing her bidding, for God's sakes. Oh, hey, while you're down there. Jeez. Okay, so can I complain about one more thing while Is it I'm. My wife? Wait, no. We got a few more minutes. I got a few more minutes. You got to get to If you're going to go and sell a particular product that is common with other establishments, an iced coffee, can you please make it exactly the way that it needs to be made? I do not want straight coffee with a couple of pieces of ice. And maybe a dollop of caramel when that's not what an iced coffee is. I want it with my milk. I want it with my sugar. I want it with my caramel. I want it with my ice cubes. And it better look like a beige, liquidy, caffeine-filled, sweet thing. Because if I pay three bucks for this medium-sized piece of... I want. I want it to taste right. I this is like if you tried to give your kids chicken nuggets when they wanted tenders. Yeah, twelve hundred calories in one drink is what I want. By God, if that's what yeah, you want, that's, that's what you get. That's exactly what I want. Uh, I want the caffeine <laughs> and I want the sugar. Mike P has a good one. Quit asking me to round up for some charity. Multi-billion-dollar companies begging me for my spare change. They need he's, to round up. He's got a great point. He has an excellent. You point. round up. How about I round down, you round up. Paper straws. That's another one that's been pissing me off. Oh, my God. Are they back? Oh, my God. They're, yes. Everywhere, in like here, there in Greenville, there's people like, yeah, we got here's a straw. No, that's not a straw. No, that's not a straw. That's a loose look, leaf look, sheet look, of paper. Look, yes, that's and right. What do I write a report look, on this drink? No. <laughs> Within two minutes, it's going to be it's all done. soppy. The look, single rule my, straw. My, my children will not, yeah, will they will not do it. Look, we're out of time. Why's well, I got three hole punches in it? <laughs> but, and I get, I know they're doing that to save the envi- environment or whatever. There's plenty of other ways. I don't want, I don't want to see another 
Stupid paper straw. Paper I'm not sacrificing personally for anything. That is the They're whole saving their purpose of this segment. Saving the turtles is what paper straw. Y'all is. saved the world, but just don't let it affect me. <laughs> Jesus, that's all I'm saying. I'm just still. Right. Under, I'm just not understanding how saving the world involves having some like the, the sappy, soppy piece the, of paper, and I can't even drink my turtles. drink out of. The straws were supposedly started just for sea turtles. Bryce Williams is saving all the turtles. He's got it. He's Don't got, yeah, he's got that handled. All right. Uh, the good, land turtles, anyway. Good rage room, guys. Good rage room. Brandon got in trouble with uh, UBE and his wife, but other than that, I think everybody came out unscathed. Jesus. Nobody <laughs> knew about UBE. I didn't say anything bad about nobody. This might be Brandon's last appearance <laughs> on Fire Radio. <laughs> I'm, getting a, I'm getting a four-game ban. <laughs> Brandon, thanks for hanging out. Yes, sir, man. Enjoyed it as always. Yes, sir. And uh, shoot them straight tomorrow, buddy. Let's hit them straight. Nah. Okay, we'll just have fun. Uh, We'll take a timeout. When we return, we'll talk NFL draft with Emory Hunt. What are the Panthers going to do? Commanders? What quarterback's going first? What are the Jags going to do with the first overall pick? We'll talk about it all when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, I've not talked a ton of NFL draft. We do it Fridays when Tony Dunn joins us, and we'll do that again coming up tomorrow on Pirate Radio Live. But uh, we'll talk some draft now with Emery Hunt. You can follow him on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. You can see him on CBS Sports HQ. He joins us to uh, talk some NFL draft and more today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk some Pirates as well. Emery, appreciate your time once again. How you doing, man? Always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. And we talked to Emery a couple times a year here on the show. We see him a lot more than we talk to him. You can see him on CBS Sports HQ. He's on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And Emery, a lot to break down with this NFL draft. And, and going into it, you never know exactly what's going to happen with all the trades and everything. But does it seem like this year's draft, there's more unknowns uh, than years past? Even not just who's going to take a quarterback when a quarterback's going to go, but right right at the top with the Jags. Uh, you know, there's a lot of unknowns in this year's draft. Do you agree? Yeah, I feel as though this is probably one of the more compelling drafts we've seen in quite some time because normally when you have the quote-unquote clear-cut quarterback prospects, you usually have three in a class that's going to go early and you could kind of you know slot the draft after those guys or you know kind of fit those guys in. But without teams needing quarterbacks picking high um, or you know maybe one team, maybe Detroit, but for the most part, even with position players, you just don't really know how it's going to go. And, and again, like you say, it kind of starts at the top with Jacksonville. Do they go O-Lyman? Do they go Thibodeau? Do they go Hutchinson? I feel like we won't find out until the pick is actually in. A lot of Panthers fans tune in. Emery, let's uh, talk about what they're going to do at number six. Uh, if you 
uh, pull the fan base. They're about ready to go a different direction direction than Sam Darnold. But uh, Ben McAdoo says he is our quarterback. He then kind of walked that back a little bit. It seems like they would like to add somebody there, whether it's Baker Mayfield or a rookie in this draft. So what did the, the Panthers do at six? And, and if they are going to get their guy, Emery, are they going to have to move up? Are teams going to try to jump them? Uh, they're in an interesting spot there at six. What do you think happens with Carolina? Yeah, and that's the thing. When you think about quarterback position in Carolina, it's a glaring weakness on the roster. But do you feel like this is the staff to really develop a quarterback? I think that's your question. So I don't feel like they'll take the quarterback. I feel like they'll go with the veteran route. Maybe it's a Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe it's a Baker Mayfield. Um, because right now they don't have any good cachet with quarterbacks. It's the same group that told us that Sam Darnold was better than Teddy Bridgewater. You know, and they ended up throwing Teddy Bridgewater under the bus. They just ended up throwing Cam Newton under the bus <laughs> and throwing Sam Darnold under the bus. So I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable if I'm a young quarterback getting drafted to go there because uh, who's to say that this staff will be there next year? You're right, and uh, and Matt Rule could be on his last days there as the coach uh, with the Carolina Panthers. Talking to Emory Hunt on the Pirate Radio Live Line, and Emory, how about the uh, the QBs? As and this thing flip flops all off season. You got your pro days, you got the combine, all of that. So it starts with Pickett, and then Malik Willis is the guy. Matt Corral jumps up. You know what? What do you think about this crop of quarterbacks, and and who do you like? I think this is a. a- group of quarterbacks where you can really strengthen your QB2. Because um, we've seen in the last two years during COVID-19, if you don't have a, a solid backup, then your team is done. Huh. And so I feel like that, that aptly describes these guys. I feel like Pickett is a, is a, you know, a, a backup type. The only guy I would feel comfortable taking in round one based off upside traits and talent is Malik Willis. And if I needed someone to step in right away, and play right away, I feel comfortable taking a Desmond Ritter. To me, he reminds me so much of Marcus Mariota. Just a stable guy, someone that can kind of help guide the offense. But everyone else after that, you really just are looking at strengthening your QB2, which is a valuable spot, in my opinion. Uh, we saw what the Saints went through when Drew Brees, when James Winston went down. We saw what the Giants went through when their subpar starter went down, and they had essentially no one behind him. So you have to have a stable number two to help carry the football team for at least two to three games. And I feel like this is the draft class to do that. Emory Hunt joining us at F-Ball Game Plan on Twitter, talking NFL draft. And a moment ago, you mentioned, you know, Jimmy G and, and Baker Mayfield is still out there. When do you think they find a landing spot, Emory? Is it is it before the draft? Is it draft night? Is it after the draft? When When do those decisions start to be made? It may be draft night. I feel like that's when we'll see some of these questions get answered with the quarterback position, maybe at wide receiver. Does Jarvis Landry sign somewhere, which probably takes a team out of the wide receiver early in the first round conversation. So I feel like we'll we'll get a lot of our questions answered on draft night, which is why I think this draft is probably going to be one of the more entertaining ones because of all of the unknown that you mentioned earlier. Emory, got to ask you about my uh, Washington Commanders now uh, is the name. They're picking 11, and uh, they get Carson Wentz in the offseason. Better than what they had. It did not excite me a lot, as I think uh, a lot of Washington fans would agree. But what do you think they do uh, there at 11? What is the main position of need uh, with the uh, Commanders? 
I probably would go wide receiver. I, I, I mean, the, the move for Carson Wentz is, you know, has me scratching my head because you just, you just watched him get booted out what was supposed to be an ideal situation for him, and you trade draft picks in what is the deepest draft since World War II for him after coming <laughs> off that game. It just none of it made sense. So I, I feel like outside of quarterback still probably being a need, Oh, wide receiver! I feel like they can complete their their you know a, a strong trio with Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin. If they can get things back to a positive level with him, and you know take a guy right there at number eleven, I feel like that's somewhere where they can go because their offense really needs to to help out their defense. The defense to me has been playoff ready. They just need the offense to really come through and and win them two to three games. And I think if they can do that, they'll be right back in the playoffs. And, man, what a, a deep class it is at wide receiver. You kind of just pick your favorite there, whether it be Alave, Jameson Williams. Who, who's your guy, Emery? Who, who do you like out of this group? Because it is a, a pretty stacked class, right? Yeah, I like them all, man. And, and you're right, it's a stacked class. It goes deep. And I feel like we can always say that about a receiving class because of what we've seen, what we're seeing in college football. Teams are throwing the football 70% of the time there in more three, four, and five wide receiver sets. So you're going to see an abundance of guys that are not only talented, but this is something that's different than, than, you know, a decade or so ago. These guys are both talented and they're ready to step in and play right away as rookies. So I feel like it doesn't matter if you take one at 11. It don't matter if you take one in the second or third round. You could probably find someone in round seven that can step in and start. And so I feel like this is a, a draft where you want to have multiple, you know, picks because of how many talented players we're, we're dealing with. We're essentially dealing with two draft classes in one this season. Emory Hunt joining us. And, uh, Emory, let me ask you about a, a, a pirate or two. You know, Tyler Sneed, a great college receiver, but certainly undersized. Uh, hopefully he'll get a shot uh, as a rookie free agent to be able to to maybe land somewhere. But Jaquan McMillan had a fantastic 2021, uh, received a lot of accolades. I've seen him in some mocks. I saw him in one mock as Mr. Irrelevant. So uh, do you think uh, Pirate cornerback Jaquan McMillan gets drafted, or is he one of those guys that teams are going to go after right after the draft? It, it, it could be hit or miss, you know, and it all depends on how early the run on corners go. And because he's someone that I think is a, a tremendous slot corner. So I could see him being in play day three, but I could also see him being an undrafted priority, undrafted free agent. He's a, a really good player, man. And I feel like when you have those guys like that, uh, I know Warren Saba is another one that was, you know, I expected to be in this class too, but he yeah didn't, had to do, he took the you know, USFL gig. I don't, I don't blame him either. A lot of guys should have probably done that, gone that route, but, I feel like we could see McMillan sneak in back in a day three. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Saba suffered an injury in his first game. I texted with him, and uh, he, he's a great dude, always in good spirits. Hopefully he can bounce back. Yeah, I think he broke his arm uh, week one. Another Pirate, Garrett McGinn, was playing with the Generals. Emory, did you uh, check out the USFL over the weekend? What did you think about it? Love, love it, man. I'm a big advocate for spring football because it shows you, and with the numbers coming out, it, it shows you, even more so that America loves football and there's an opportunity for spring football to thrive. Because think about it. If you have, I have in my draft guide over a thousand individual prospects, scouting reports, there's only 250 slots in the NFL draft. So you figure another 150 will sign undrafted free agents. So you have 300 prospects. 
there's still 800 or so that I've graded that will need a home. And this is why the XFL, the USFL can thrive. There's so much good talent out there that will not end up in the NFL, but they still need somewhere to play, continue to stay in football shape and, and get tape, do tape. And I think that's where the XFL that comes out in 2023 and the USFL right now is showing you, hey, man, we are a viable option. And I think after they get through this first season, now you're going to see the, the, the rosters get younger and younger uh, because you're going to have those guys that are 22, 23, one year removed or rookie in the same class choose to go to the USFL. Why would I try to fight and claw and hope I get a chance, a legitimate chance to land on the NFL roster when I know I can go and play right away on the USFL roster, stay in football, so perhaps get that contract call up to go to the NFL. Emory Hunt joining us at F-Ball Game Plan on Twitter. You can see him on CBS Sports HQ. And Emory, it's nice to talk with you about a pirate team that could be pretty good in 2022. Coming off a winning season, the first one in a long time. Uh, made it to the Military Bowl. Boston College opted out. Had some COVID cases, so they didn't play the game. But Mike Houston and his team coming off a, a good year and expecting even more this upcoming season. And uh, look, it looks like Luke Fickle is not going to slow down at Cincinnati. They are losing Desmond Ritter and, and Gardner and those great corners, but they should be good again. Where, where do you think East Carolina stacks up in the American? And, and is Mike Houston at the point now where maybe you expect the Pirates to be a bowl team here in Europe? Absolutely. If, first of all, he's going to be able to run the football. Harris and, and Mitchell, yeah. tremendous. Love those two backs. Those two backs are outstanding. And the fact that you get Holden Ehlers back, gives you a veteran presence at quarterback, um, which helps a football team out. And I also just like the fact that defensively, I know from his time at JMU, those teams are very tough on defense, and I think that'll be the case once again, despite losing some key people. Um, this is a, a football team that I feel like could, could really build on what they did last year. They won seven games last year. You could see them potentially push that eight number as well because of what they have returning and um, how good they were last year. Emory Hunt joining us. Emory, uh, it's great to talk football with you, man. Tell the folks how, uh, if they want to see more uh, of your information, your draft guide, uh, everything you got going on. What's going on right now with you? Well, they can follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. I'll be on uh, CBS Sports HQ all three days during the NFL draft, and they can pick up my 2022 draft guide, the largest draft guide in draft guide history, over 1,000 individual scouting reports, and you can get the PDF copy at footballgameplan.com slash 2022draftguys. The best 12 bucks you could spend. Great stuff. Emory, uh, always appreciate your time, man. We'll uh, track you down maybe uh, in August or so, try to get a football preview in with you. But appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll talk to you again down the road, man. Thanks again, man. Appreciate you having me. Emory Hunt at F-Ball Game Plan. You can watch him on CBS Sports HQ, and uh, he will be all over the draft coverage on CBS Sports HQ coming up next week. I thought he was going to cuss a lot because when you first introduced him, I thought you said F-Bomb Game Plan. F-Ball. F-Ball. Ball. I, thought, I swear I thought you said F-Bomb. I'm like, wow, this guy's edgy. That is the voice of Troy D. Good, to see, us good to see you, Clip. Good to see you. And uh, he will be here hour three of Pirate Radio Live, which when we take a break and come back, we will be in moments away. Hour number three. We will have a uh, giveaway for you, make you a winner, open up the booty bag, and a whole lot more coming up. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live with the all-star crew today of Shirley Rhodes, the big dog, Chan in studio, Troy D, and myself. More to go on PRL. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week-long carryout deal of all three topping pizzas for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. Alrighty, welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Shirley Rhodes, the big dog, Glenn Griffin, Flan Man, Chandler Honeycutt, and Troy D. Hanging out on a Thursday. That name goes back to yesterday's yeah. show. I got a giggle after yesterday because I was busy. I was out of the office all day yesterday, so I didn't see it until I tuned in on our video feed. And uh, it was as good as advertised by you guys. It was a nice looking flannel. It was a good hook because it got me to, to, I was like, well, now I got to see it. Yeah. Got me to tune in. It's a great thing about YouTube and Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually see what's going on now. And uh, yeah, strong power move there with the flannel on a pirate radio outdoors look. 75 degree day. (laughs) Are you over that talk, Chandler? Oh, I'm just doing my Molly. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> no, um, good Molly. I, I, now it was cooler earlier in the day, and the biggest thing was I wanted to do. I wanted to switch it up. I feel like I do. I go polo a lot. Yeah, and got uh, the eyes out today. This looks like yeah. A, that's probably got to be a TJ Maxx special. I think I used to have one like that back yeah, in the day. It, it's very comfortable. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yesterday I was like, you know what? Let's switch it up, and I went into my nicer clothes closet and the flannel was the first thing i saw so you know what i said i haven't wore that in a while and it's kind of chilly it's like in the low 50s outside i think it's it'd be perfect to wear yeah. it today yeah because it might be the, it'll be the last time until the and fall this is like a shirt clip that wants to be flannel this is like a dress shirt wishing it was flannel this is on tj maxx i've seen this before retail 39.99 our price 19.99 i have this shirt i bought 20 years ago and i'll give you another one no, well, you can wear it next week. Does anyone really care? <laughs> How about you just say thank you? That'd be a great gift. He doesn't want your hand. You can't say thank you when you're getting dogged about what you yeah. had. Yeah. Thank you for belittling what I had. Glenn, it's part of the show. <laughs> Stick with us now. We're moving fast. See, Troy plays a character of being a yeah. jerk. He's yeah. really like, the nicest guy ever. Exactly. No, he is right. a great guy. His own air character it's is my persona. Yeah. Come my on. rage room is going to be about Troy's. Uh, is, is on she's air on air. Yes. <laughs> Troy's on air character buys himself something on Shirley's birthday. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but he'd never do that, like in real life. Never. I'll, I, do, I do appreciate it. I, nice. I appreciate it. You haven't the seen offer. the shirt. It could be very nice. No, I, I, I'll take anything. Yeah. Last checkered shirt I got, y'all blasted me on with the purple, remember? That is right. That is true. I think we blasted you because you make such a big deal about it. I didn't didn't make a big deal. It just happened to arrive on Shirley's birthday, so it was funny timing. That's why we blasted you. I opened it up on Shirley's birthday on the air. But but like just every shirt you get, like one year it was right before a Pirate Radio party, you like... Well, that was a big deal. Every it's year, big, though, it, that's a big deal. They a new shirt. Yes, that's, that's a big, a big deal. deal. That is you, not a big deal. That is a big deal. It's a big deal. People, it's just like the Oscars. What are you wearing? People, what shirt will Troy D wear to the Pirate it's Radio? It's very big. asking that? On the people. Purple, on the purple, people. On the purple carpet. <laughs> All over asking. our social media, people yeah. want to know what Troy's Like, we wear. do a guest list for every show, and that day on Live at 5, it was like, instead of a guest, it just said, Troy's shirt reveal. <laughs> Troy's new shirt. <laughs> That's, and I got a, we haven't had a party in a couple of years, so now I feel like a lot of oh, pressure. Man. 
because now I've got to find. Oh, you got to come strong. This yeah, is I don't like the wear, Met Gala. I don't want to wear like a shirt I've worn before. Nah, you gotta get no, something new. even though I've got some cool shirts I've worn before, I've got to find a you new one. You got to get a new one. Yeah, and the place sometimes one of the places I found cool shirts is closed in Greenville. Oh, this could be a month long search because I, um, of online processing yeah, and how get things started. are looking. I know. I, I mean, you start kind of online now, and then we are 19 <laughs> Thursdays away from the party. I, I'm not. A, I like seeing it, feeling it, and touching it, and yeah. being able to try it on first. Sure. So you know, I'm not a big just go online. I, the one thing I do buy online now because you can't find them in local stores, and I have my size. And Big Dog, I'll give you credit for this. Ever since I've gone to Adidas Ultra Boost, now they're a little bit more. My, I've never had any more issues with my heel or anything. They've been the most comfortable shoes, and I'm a, a firm eleven. And it doesn't matter where I order, as long as they're Adidas Ultra Boost, they fit perfect. Unless, so, so that's something. Well, <laughs> unless, unless there's human error, which my, we didn't even talk about that on the air, did we? I don't yeah, think we. It was off the air. I don't know. No, oh. we did because you uh, you said you were going to put a picture up of it. Oh, I did I not? No, you did. Oh, okay. Are you okay? I, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, you bought some shoes. Oh yeah, and I bought a size 11. Yeah, yeah. And you were but so pumped. I was you're, fired up, and I you got, got them on a great like, deal. Man, yeah. the, it was it was only ninety dollars, which is half price if you're familiar with Adidas Ultra. They were half size, half price. I didn't even tell Glenn I was so fired up about it because I wanted to show him first. Get like, check these out, man. Guess what I got for ninety dollars, man? What a deal! And uh, they they came in a regular size shoebox. I'm like, man, these are light. Man, these are super light. These they're making these ultra boosts lighter and lighter. These ultra boosts are unbelievable. This <laughs> I was like, man, this is the newest version. I'm like, wow, this is lighter than normal. And I uh, opened up the box and I'm like, what happened? They shrunk, honey. They shrunk the ultra boosts in the mail. <laughs> it was, it was. I was like, they were the size of a baby's foot <laughs> and i was like what the hell happened here and that's why so they i started looking at the going. paperwork i'm like i ordered an 11 and then i went back closer and looked at it, it said size 11 and there was a little k after the 11 which meant Whoa. i guess kids, kids. Yes. which i did not notice grandpa as he was ordering <laughs> it online he thought it was kicks fresh yeah, kicks <laughs> so uh that was the one that had to go back to adidas what are we talking about now Troy shoes the reveal. Okay, the how did we get there? We were talking about the shirts. The shirt, uh, yeah. radio party. Oh, shirts. but I don't buy online be, unless it's shoes, and even then I get I screw that up. So pirate radio I, contest winner John Carden <laughs> just came in wearing a nice Silverado. shirt. Silverado. Uh, if you would like to have I your shirt it. sponsored at the party, up. I would be more than willing to uh, talk about that. So somebody, Someone a company, to, gives you a shirt to wear. Correct. To like advertise, perhaps their logo on it, yeah. or perhaps just the cool shirt representing their clothing brand. The papers won't yeah. know whose shirt you wear. If Johnny O wants to come through with a, uh, a kick-ass party shirt for me, I'll, I'll promote it and right. wear it for them. Sounds or good. any brand. Vineyard uh, Vines, where you at? I'll probably be wearing my courtesy Pirate Radio shirt to the Pirate good. Radio. Party. Looks very nice. What are you wearing? Uh, Us. Yep. Uh, and in fact. I'm gonna make a video at some point of all. I've already thought about it. I'm gonna be singing um, the part of Ground Control to Major Tom, whatever Space Oddity, where he said the papers want to know whose shirt you wear, and it's just gonna be a video of all my pirate radio shirts because that's who I wear. Yeah, I wear us. Looks good. I like the one and you have I've on got now. A, quite a collection. Yeah, uh, that I've. Compiled. This was a custom one we just did for you, I believe, too. Maybe you and Glenn. Yeah, we didn't do a, a lot of the buttons. I think I give credit to Big Dog for this one because he had the idea to go this route, which usually I don't go. It's a little different for me. Yeah, it's so. kind of the bowling-esque yeah. shirt. Bowling. Yeah. Uh, by the way, 
A Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard update presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Harold Varner III just birdied. It's a good thing because Bubba Watson is shooting it all over the place, but this is a team event. HV3 and Bubba are teamed up, and they just sank a birdie to go to minus 6-6. The leaders right now at minus 12, but a great first round for HV3 and Bubba Watson. I believe this is, I read, this is the last tournament Harold will play until next month's PGA Championship. I did read that as well. So, so he's been playing a lot lately. He could probably use a little bit of a rest. Yeah, and he's been banking some big oh, checks, man, which absolutely. lets him. What's his t- what's his uh, year earnings already? Probably a couple mil. Probably maybe? pull that up. That's I'm going to guess uh, two million, right around. We know he banked well off the Saudi event that he won. Yeah. Yeah, that he might have won a million dollars. That was yeah, I think that, that was one point two. I think that was over. Yeah. So yes. I'm, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say well, t- over two million. Right now, now this is the PGA Tour money list. Right, so this doesn't not, count that. So let's take yeah. this and then add it to a million and see what we get. Uh, and we'll go down the list and find him. He is at one point six according yeah. to this Troy. So put him and at then two point eight. Yeah. Not a bad year for uh, HV3 right now, and still a lot more to go. Good coin. more majors, more absolutely. Tournaments. Oh yeah, the guy's the guy's gonna have a heck of a year. What right. if he wins one of these big ones? Yeah, and he's knocking on the door uh, of that championship. Uh, big news! I forgot to mention this in the open. How about Jay Wright uh, stepping down last night? Who who was the best coach in college basketball? But he seems young enough last that he night. can make the jump. It, he looks younger than he is because he's sixty something. He might be sixty. When they won the championship at the buzzer, I mean that was just a few years ago. I feel like he was very fairly young then. He it, looks young. I gotta tell you, he looks younger than he is. I just feel like he's he seems like a guy that could take like the Lakers' job or the Sixers' job or the Nets' job or whatever big job is open. Seems wrong to me to hear Coach Wright step down. What am I missing? I'm not missing. Wrong. 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 I got it. I got it, Troy. Oh, you said it seems wrong to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. That Coach Wright. I was not following this. Shirley's on the phone. Yeah, I ran a shot for you. That was good. Coach, thank you. Coach Wright stepping down seems wrong. There you go. There you go. I like that one. Yeah, I think I needed to switch the right and wrong. All right. workshop it a bit. Yeah. Gentlemen, I'm going to put you to the test real quick. There are now, with Coach K, Tubby Smith, Jay Wright stepping down, only seven active coaches have won a college basketball championship. Rick Patino. Let's name them. There's one. Bill Self. There's two. I'll go with Jim Beheim. There's three. I'll go with. Do you know the answers? Yes. Uh, Tom Izzo. I had to yeah, figure them all out uh, myself yeah. last night. Somebody asked me, uh, and I had to figure uh, them out. These are always tough. The last couple are always tough. Let's go with Scott Drew. Even if you and know Taylor. them, they're tough. Yeah. I know. I don't know if I'm going to remember them all. <laughs> you knew them all. It's still hard. I'm at five currently. Patino, Self, Bayham, Izzo, Drew. Clip cheated on the test and still uh, can't remember. I'm Cal- going to go Cal- with... Uh, Calipari. John Calipari. Mm-hmm. And then the last one... Good one, Glenn. ...is from a few years ago. Cut down the nets one year after losing to UMBC. Oh, the Virginia, oh, Virginia, Virginia coach. Tony yeah. Bennett. Yeah, yeah that's Bennett. it. That's a yeah. low number, isn't it? Seven, <laughs> only seven coaches currently coaching have won a championship. Now, it's a lot Jay- of Division One basketball schools, too. So just How old is Jay Wright again? I'll look it up. I, I heard 60. Oh, he looks like he's... Uh, someone say he looked a lot younger. I feel like if he's 60, he cashes out and has a little yeah. run in the He NBA. doesn't look 60 to me. No. Uh, yeah, he's always had a younger... Which that's He kind of has picture. that 40-something look to him. Yeah. And uh, but he is exactly sixty. 
Oh. Man, I'd take a five-year deal in the NBA right now. He looks like him. an NBA guy. Like, he'd go there and, yeah. you know, stand on the sidelines with his arms folded. I'm taking the Lakers or the Nets or the Sixers job. Whichever one's open, I'm taking it and taking about three, yeah. four, five million dollars a like year. Because, like, NBA, you're really, all you're doing is managing personalities. They know how to play basketball. I yes. mean, they're, they're, you're just kind of trying to keep... It is team the, management. Correct. Like, the Lakers had as much talent as anyone in the world. No, they did not. Well, pretty much. I mean, no. when you, but it's still. <laughs> no. You've got to be able to manage the talent. No. <laughs> the problem with the I mean, is the travel is brutal. Yeah, that's wanna, the issue. If you want to get into to all that travel. Uh, I was kind of going to go down this path, but Mike P beat me to it. Jay Wright retired? Surely he needs a year to talk about it and get gifts it's, like a totally normal person. Yeah. Why didn't he do the Coach K retirement tour? Good question. I mean, that's why I think he's going to the NBA. Is that there was yeah. no there he's going to no take over the Lake. Thing. He's going to be a Laker. It seems like I mean, it just seems like the move to me. Yeah. He's going to go to the NBA. Which you predicted, Coach Hayes coming back, right? I said he could come back. Yes. <laughs> the only way he ever he's coaches coming, another yes. moment of basketball he, is so, for the Olympics. It was, that was going to be my next guest, Team USA. Yeah, always be the coach. only way that he would do it. And uh, this is just, I've had time off, and this is a great way to no. reconnect. Please. With, uh, no. No. With former players. No. No. Who's going to watch his new puppy that he was given? Well, uh, that puppy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he drank the blood of yes, the he uh, sucked the soul right out of it. <laughs> Mickey's going to watch the puppy. Troy D., did you see? Mickey's the one that killed it. <laughs> did you see? By the way, touched Mickey. We saw. Put, I saw a photo. Put evidence. that on the list. Yeah, you touch Coach K's wife. I have. Wow, that's more than he's done. No, <laughs> no, please. Had my arm around her in a picture. No. Did you see where Coach K's grandson is transferring? No. From Duke? No, please. He's in the portal. <laughs> wow. Severino. So how? Be- Armando Bacot was on uh, Twitter trying to recruit him. I don't know if you saw that. Now, what, what's, his la- what's his What's yeah. his last name? What'd you say, Severino? That's his name. Yeah. See, if his name was Shashevsky, he would not be transferring. If his name was on the building, right? Yes, I bet it would be. Ah, oh, they aren't. He's his matter. grandson. I know. Yeah. Are you but, saying he doesn't love him as much because his name's not Shashevsky? I'm just saying, if his name was Shashevsky, I think he wouldn't transfer. Because you just think it'd be cool to go to practice every day, yes. looking at your own name on the building. Yes, well, you would get. A, you personally would get an ego trip out of it. <laughs> I'll go Radio Troy again. If his name was. <laughs> wasn't Shashevsky or Severino, he wouldn't be playing D1 college basketball. Correct. I agree with you. Uh, but Coach K loves Greenville, right? Loves East Carolina. Well, he, he loves the eastern part of the state. He, he loves, loves East, East Carolina. He loves Emeryle. He loves the he people loves out here. Fans. He loves Pirate fans. Do you think he uh, gets his grandson to come play basketball here? Well, look, we have spots available. Let me just say that. And we're currently soliciting new players. <laughs> we can talk to uh, Coach Schwartz and maybe make a connection there. That could be huge for you to you know develop a further develop your relationship with mike Schiff. well if i if, if we became friendly with his grandson sure yeah maybe we he comes down to greenville oh, to God. some games you maybe, make him a pirate we, radio athlete we, you yeah. have to come on here maybe you week. get to touch we, mickey again we I mean, bring him down know. like david glenn you know as a guest <laughs> in studio if i brought coach k and we had made this connection and had him in studio you know who would be kissing his ass too who oh don't even try it don't even try it. You would be like, oh, my God, I got Coach K coming on today at 3 o'clock. Nah. nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. And you better be on your best P's and Q's if uh, if he's. First of all, I am a respected journalist. I do not act like that towards guests. I'll tell you what. This, uh, this imaginary. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> this, imag- this imaginary list of 
potential transfers coming to East Carolina. I mean, you got Sharif O'Neal. We got Shaq's kid, oh, Shaq's Kay's kid, grandson, and, and Coach Kay's grandson. Well, let's build the dream team with them. Yeah. I mean, at least dream names. We could have a Shaquille O'Neal connection, a Coach K connection. Who else is available? Who Isn't, else has uh, sons? Doesn't uh, can we get John Daly's kid no, well, uh, to transfer from Arkansas? What no. about uh, LeBron James' kid? Is Ronnie? Yeah, oh, we can get Ronnie let's get over him here. over here. Yeah, he's not like LeBron. <laughs> He's sure. he's not a chip off the old block, from what I hear. He's okay, but he's not going to be the next coming of Michael right, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. We may not have the best players, but we got the best play, player players. families. families. <laughs> you knew where I was going. Yeah, I did. Uh, that was good. That would be awesome, though. Think of the support for this program. Yeah, the, we would have a legacy program. You know, where it's just it's like all what the Blue Jays are doing right now. Right, it's, it's, they got it's, Guerrero, Bichette, all juniors. Biggio. Yes, here comes Buddy Beheim. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. There's an idea. Hey, Schwartz, you listening? So I, you I, listening, Schwartz? It's one of the best ideas we've had in a long time. That's right. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, have more for you. Want to get Troy D's thoughts on Mike Tyson punching a dude on a plane? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, we'll also make you a winner when we return on Pirate Radio Live. More to go on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, another birdie, this time from Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson and Harold Horner oh. III teamed up this week at the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Once again, can't lay, can't lay it on the green. Oh, man, you're all wrong. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Now, HV3 and Bubba are seven under, five back of the lead. Um, How how many holes have they played? They uh, have played, Chandler. I'm so glad you asked that because I, I need to tell people, right? What about the team of Kang, huh? Well, I just wanted to see how many more holes they had because I mean they still they have are a chance. through twelve. All right, so they have you know a chance to get near that lead of twelve under. That they do. Anything's possible. Good point. Look how small that I know we shouldn't be talking about this because no one else. Is Brandon Manning is fuming right now. But how small that uh, sand trap is compared to the rest of the you know it's just like a the one the <laughs> that little is an odd. it's like it's like the smallest sand trap I've ever seen. It looks like something you'd see in a backyard, like for a little kid set. And that's where he landed. I think somebody screwed up cutting the grass. Yeah. And like, it doesn't look like a right, you know, sand trap there. Right. I've never seen one that small, and that dude landed right in it. Well, damn it, just throw some sand down, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's only like a it's like a three, four foot sand trap. Well, Troy, you're not gonna know much about sand traps tomorrow because you're gonna hit them straight and play well. Well, not to put a lot radio. of pressure on Chandler, but he did make the cut and it was uh it was a it was a game time decision. But he made it. And, uh, what made it a game time decision? The other guy backed out. Tony couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you're 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 a good player, right? And to be fair, Tony yeah, is a 
He's a, was I don't want to say very good. I didn't play now. He's good. No, no. He's good. T- Tony's good at smoking cigars and playing Tony music on the golf cart. So you're saying he's not good? Uh, he's hit and miss, man. Okay. Sometimes he'll hit it great. Hurtful. I'll be like, wow, where, where did that come is from? Tony? Why is he not here? I don't know. Um, he's been out of town a lot. Okay. So then I forget that. You get know, him back on. Yeah, we'll get him back in the rotation. Because um, I want him to respond to what you just no, said. No, and then sometimes sometimes he hits it like, oh my God, was that Tiger Woods that just teed off there? And then other times I'm like, wow, is that Tony <laughs> Blindfolded that just teed off there? <laughs> is that Stevie Wonder <laughs> I played with today? So I, I am excited, though, to be playing in the Riley's Ar- Army Golf. This is the first golf thing I have done in over a year. The last time I played golf was at this tournament last year. So I haven't played golf since. But I have a new addition this year that I'll be breaking out for the first time. I was playing last year. And you know how like sometimes your irons and stuff? like golf, If you have decent clubs, they're, they're, you can play with them for a long time, right? Well, I'm driving and I'm, using my, I'm realizing, <laughs> man, I haven't gotten a new driver since like I was in college. Well, it's been a while since I've been in college, guys. And I was like, and then I started looking my driver next to like, you know, someone like Tony Collins' drive. Started to have driver envy. I'm like, wow, why does this, don't take this the wrong way, but why is this so small and his is so big? I, well, I can tell you why. But <laughs> so then, you got to I'm like, driver. I have got, I know, I've got to take action here. Yeah. I've got to get a big driver. So I have done it. All right. Have you played with it? No, this is going to be the first time I've played with the big driver. And I got it thanks to the ECU sale. Oh. So I've got an ECU oh. game played driver Ma- from the golf team. Match played. You can go with that, too. But yeah, Molly's been in here since you've been talking. and uh... So I, I'm like, this will be the first time I've ever hit it. But it's awesome. It's like five times the size of like the Taylor, the Taylor made that I have from the 90s. I'm using 90s technology. And then I started thinking about it. Are you using a phone from the 90s? No, no you're not. No. Why should I be using a driver from the 90s? Yeah. I shouldn't. And that's what's holding me back. Well. So look out, people. Once again. <laughs> do, you, do you really think you're going to go out there and hit it straight tomorrow? Because of the driver? I, 50-50. Because of the driver? I, I have, sometimes I'll hit it great, and sometimes it'll just, you know leak on me a little bit sometimes uh well, that happens too yes happens to the best of yeah. uh sometimes troy i uh, i envy your confidence sometimes i think that might have been a better story for monday after you play instead of just calling your shot the first time you're ever i'm not saying every shot's gonna be great but i am excited about this new ecu driver that i have all right yeah and making its debut now i know what's gonna happen no matter what happens I got Mr. Embellishment over here that's going to, you know, try and make a story out of it. Huh. Oh, did you see Troy D over there doing his, his faux moly? <laughs> trying to make it a comedy routine. <laughs> I could go out there and play like HV3 and he's going to turn it into something. So I already know how this script's going to be written. Wow. Okay. If anybody's doing what you're saying right now, I'm taking you more than Chandler. <laughs> but I'm rooting for you guys. And uh, I think it's going to be... Brandon Manning's a fun guy to hang out with for 18 holes. So, 
Well, I, well, I'll let you know after 18 holes. There, <laughs> now you're making an assumption. I'm saying that, <laughs> and I don't have to be there. That'd be a better conversation for Monday. Good point. Yeah. See what I did? He might drive us crazy after nine. Yeah, you're probably right. Might have to make the turn and drop him off. That, uh, but what a foursome. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys we should bring a hard hat out there, though. That'd be good. Yeah. David, David Price will be on yeah, our, on our he team. will be, yeah. The namesake of David Price Construction? Yes. We'll be building a better golf team. And, uh, Troy, make sure you take, uh, I want some pictures. I want video. I want this doc. Well, I mean, Chandler, you can Both help you with guys. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be kind of dialed in, focused on my game, so I need you to help out with that. Yeah. Look, instead of taking 18 selfies, turn the camera around and take pictures of what's happening. Simple. Yeah. Well, where's CJ going to be? Well, see, now that's why I was thinking maybe somebody would. Uh, in our I brought that up, but I don't know if they're going to make the commitment to go out there and watch you turds play golf tomorrow. <laughs> it, it'd be fun. <laughs> I, I know. At least for a few holes. Josh Thomas with an all-time Molly line. Troy. Go wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Should we let Molly no, read this? Fake Molly. Fake Molly read this. That's a line uh, he would use. From Josh Thomas on Facebook. Troy, you can't buy a golf game. <laughs> uh, a driver? Do you think that's going to help your game? You Son. Think- the only driver you're going to need is after you drink eight or ten tomorrow. <laughs> you're going to need an Uber driver when you go in the tournament. That's what you're going to need. That's what you're going to need. Yeah, tomorrow. Maybe that'll help you. <laughs> yeah, you guys should stick to radio. Yeah, let the golfers golf. You barely do that good. <laughs> oh, Molly, uh, I got a gift presentation for. Molly I heard, up and I don't even know what this is. And I heard you say at the end when he started thanking you for the thought and you're like well before you thank me for anything wait till you see what it is yeah uh, but he asked was it a gag gift the answer is no oh real. okay i'll show you what it is all right let me see you'll see it on the i mean yeah i was i was very curious and it's something that he can actually use it's shipped wow and it's hard to see here but they they will be oh yes yeah they, they will have they be uh something on you can't oh, okay. see what i oh okay but but That's it's the very well you know what you know what you know what uh that is something he can use yeah it's a real look it's not a great gift no, or anything, but, but, it's I, a, I, but that's only half of it i gotta see how you completed the gift to yeah the well it's not the, yeah that but it's good that could be fun knowing you no I, that could be funny yeah yeah so oh. i feel bad when's he coming back on i gotta make sure i tune in whenever this thing arrives from china or wherever <laughs> it's coming from i don't know Where's Amazon shipping this thing from? <laughs> they tell it. Hopefully this week. I think they've moved to Taiwan. Yeah, perhaps. All right, uh, Troy D. Did you see uh, Mike Tyson throw I, hands? I did. I saw. I think TMZ reported yep. it. Yep. And at first, I couldn't find the. I read the story. I'm like, oh, I gotta see this video. And then I saw the video. Um, it sounded like a drunk passenger behind him when it stopped. First of all, I, don't, I guess it was in. There was like a plexiglass thing behind a seat was he in first class maybe i guess for jet blue i've never flown jet behind blue. tyson's yeah yeah there was like a plexiglass oh, i didn't even know there was a divider it, it looked like it to me on the video but either way um tyson flying commercial i would have figured that guy's flying um see like there's this little thing around oh but he's above it yeah he's above oh, okay. it right, right. <clears throat> but i would have figured tyson flies private but who knows anyway uh he's just talking to him the whole time and i think mike from the story said he was very causal at first but then he kind of got tired of it this guy was probably drunk and wouldn't stop and then allegedly threw a bottle at him too oh i didn't hear a plastic bottle and guess what if you're (laughs) i mean listen how dumb do you have to be 
to to talk junk to Mike Tyson. This is Mike Tyson. I mean, have you seen Mike Tyson who beats people up for a living? Me. Spinal. Now he is someone I'd love to meet. I think he'd be a lot of fun. Like calm Mike Tyson would be cool as hell to hang out with. Like if you were like like I was hanging out with Petey Pablo at one time, like but not in an annoying way. It's like but a pit bull though. Like you I don't know what it's gonna get at me. any moment. Correct. It could go you off. do not instigate with him. This guy instigated and he is lucky Mike Tyson didn't hurt him worse. Well, and like, I am firmly in Mike Tyson's camp. He yeah. absolutely deserved the beating he got. Well, like Cliff and I said earlier, he was throwing bunny punches. Like he was at yeah, like, like 50, 60 Because he couldn't rear back. Yeah. He wasn't like, I mean, if you're Mike Tyson, you got to know what you got. You oh, got to know that you got He could have killed this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was nice, I think. And like you sure. said, he didn't go on that plane thinking I'm going to kick somebody's ass. No, today. this guy is he was not looking nuts. for the guy was looking for a problem, yeah. not Mike Tyson. Correct, and he found it like right. that, like that same f around and, and find, find out. out. He, he found, found out. out. <laughs> this this is the perfect if f around and find found find out was a video. Here it is. Yeah, sure. And I don't know. I don't believe anything I see online. But is that quote attributed to Mike Tyson? Really, his quote? Where oh, he I says, saw that that the internet made people i gotta find the i did see quote. i meant to something to the effect of the internet's made people way too comfortable about trying to uh talk talk junk to somebody yeah. or whatever right yeah. it's it's way too comfortable with talking when not being punched essentially is, is the point yeah. of the quote i and saw that and i was like that's a great quote here it is social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it mike tyson i don't know if that's his it's a tribute but it, to him but whoever said it it's true the real life version of that happened yeah good for mike tyson yeah and uh, again just to let you don't don't do that to mike tyson. really don't do it to anyone yeah but you gotta really be hammered or just a complete moron correct both. Mike tyson. yeah i think it's a both situation a combo it, it, yeah. just like you guys said you want to go up and start teasing a pit, pit bull no poking at it and you know trying to instigate with a pit bull right it to me that is a it's, it's gonna bite you and it's gonna I, attack I'm not saying you that because just about, you're, you're you're the one doing it i'm not saying that just about tyson that any any boxer any fighter any mma person like yeah. you don't instigate those people because they have skills that would render you unconscious correct this or guy, worse this guy that did it too was just the skinny little guy low iq guy obviously low iq i mean I like it cannot be very smart <laughs> Yeah. could not be definitely I mean, not at the moment he definitely had a moment of stupidity and it wasn't just like a few seconds like evidently this had been going on a long long right. time i mean i think eventually after a while he just he finally lit his fuse but like, i'll say this he's now he can say i've touched mike tyson mike tyson's touched him uh, i would, I would face, say touch mike tyson's knuckles I would you say, can say he fought mike tyson <laughs> i would I say mike <laughs> i would say mike tyson whooped my ass that's that's a cool story too yeah but, but then you're always known as the idiot. Yeah, yeah man, I got drunk on the plane this one time, and I got into it hey, with Iron Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's what you want to be known for. Nah, probably not. Yeah. All right, Shirley Rhodes, let's open up the booty bag, make somebody a winner here on a Thursday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All righty, 317-1250, the number. Shirley, what are we giving away today? Uh, let's do a shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's. Right. That sounds good. Sounds I've not like been to Chico's in like over a week or two. I am having Chico's withdrawal. Is that a new record for you? I feel like it yeah, is. At least I, once, I'm almost, and I am very close to making the commitment to doing dinner there tonight. 
because I feel like I, I've just like, you know me, I'm usually at least a once a week guy at Chico's, if not double down. Yeah. You like your schedules. And I have, for whatever reason, I've just been, haven't had a chance to get over there and I'm like starting to have the shakes. <laughs> you need a main line. I know. Put it in my veins. Coming tonight. You need that salsa and sweet tea. <laughs> Shirley, what are you looking for in terms of the caller number? I could have asked that better. Yeah. yeah. What call are you looking for? Seven. Right. Are you okay? No. Uh, now I need some Chico. Yes. 317 salsa stat. Caller seven is a winner. We're back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Bobby Swords of Winterville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, thank you, Shirley Rhodes. And during that break, another birdie. And we were kind of ragging on Bubba for holding uh, the team of Harold Varner and Bubba Watson down. Well, Bubba's hot right now. Another birdie. They are minus eight. It is a duo tournament this weekend. And Bubba and Harold are minus eight. They are four shots back of the lead with still golf to go here on a Thursday. Two of the most likable guys on the tour teamed up uh, between Bubba Watson and and Harold Varner. And uh, Bubba Watson looks like a dude I went to college with. He does just look like And Harold Varner was a dude that went to college here. (laughs) There you go. So, uh, yeah, you got all your bases covered. Yeah. Uh, ECU, Bud Light ECU report, Troy D. Pirates and Tulane going at it this weekend. We had Corey Glore on earlier today who had news for us that Grant Siegel, he is the ace of this Tulane team. He goes into this weekend 6-1 and one on the year, 2-1-5 ERA, 47 strikeouts to just eight walks. He will not be able to pitch for Tulane this weekend. So Pirates catching a break there. They'll miss Tulane's ace on the ECU side of things. Might not be able to see Jake Kuchmaner this weekend, so maybe that evens out. But East Carolina red hot right now, trying to stay on top of the American, taking on the team currently in second place. Have we gotten an injury report update on Kuchmaner? Uh Chandler read it earlier today from Pirate Radio. It was a hot read, and Cliff Godwin said that Jake Kuchmaner... If not this weekend, he will be ready to go next week. Right, so it doesn't seem like a long-term deal. It's gotcha. one weekend, I think. Yeah. Just kind of judging off his vibe when he answered the question. Yeah, sounds more precautionary than anything. Yeah, I don't think. I think it's just we're going to rest him. Yeah, Hunter Ellerby back in action yesterday. Oh, with, uh, with Tyler Dreyfus. Big news with the uh, Epps Bulldogs baseball team. Good, good deal. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he, he was came in off as an a, injury, right? Yeah. He was came in on a uh, as a DH, 
and uh, got good contact on the ball. And it was one of those things where I thought he was safe. He was called out. We could have gone either way. You know, sometimes the officiating in middle school baseball isn't perfect. Call for the review. If uh, I guarantee you, if they did review these, a lot of these calls would be overturned. And those games would be about four hours because like every call would be yeah. disputed. By they limit. Uh, kind of. I kind of like this rule. Maybe they should do it in major leagues. They limit it to two hours. Like there's a two hour time limit. So oh, once right. once it's you start the last innings, yeah. You've got. They'll let you finish the inning, right. but it doesn't go over. You know, they've got a two-hour time limit. So if I the really, game, yeah, the game goes from like four to six. I forgot about that. That was kind of fun in little league when you knew you kind of kept checking the time and looking yeah. at the score. Playing like, baseball with a clock, yeah, yes, very yes, different. It is. Yeah, I'm like, guys, pay, hurry it up. We, we got to get one in here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. you need to get three outs quick so you can get back. Because once you get back at bat, they'll let you finish it. Right. But you got to have a chance to get back at bat yeah. to come out of the deficit. So good stuff. Yeah baseball with a clock that could be a new invention yeah that might be the answer and make it more interesting sure yeah buzzer beating home runs (laughs) (laughs) three (laughs) two (laughs) yeah that would be uh would be pretty interesting uh troy d uh celebrity sighting i went to a stop shop the other day not really a celebrity but i did see did you walk or drive i drove from here yeah it's a long drive it's a long walk It's it's around. What the are you calling me out? For no, I, was just curious, I was just curious because I was going to guess drive. I have walked there before, okay. but I chose. To but drive I will tell way. you, there's no direct shot. Like you've got to go around the long way it's to been get to chilly shot. this week. Yeah, it's not I'll a get, terrible walk. I just yeah. decided to drive it. All right, I was just curious. Wow, it's been chilly and it's Tough been crowd. chilly and rainy this week. Yeah, yeah. thanks for killing those, then. <laughs> go ahead. I am not green. I <laughs> uh, saw a Nissan like courtesy van, like one of those big stretch vans. Uh-huh. And I uh, saw a bunch of athletic gentlemen getting in there and uh, Michael Schwartz in the wild for the first time. So I guess huh. they took the boys at, out to sub dogs. dogs. Oh, wow. Which is, of course, neighbors with Was he dogs. with all his assistants? I could not tell who he was with. I think, now Steve and I go, as we're putting puzzle pieces together, they had a practice earlier that day and there was a recruit in town. Mm-hmm. So it might have been some uh, maybe taking a recruit out, yeah. showing him yeah. sub dogs. So I don't know what's legal and illegal now. I don't want to say, but uh, did see Michael Schwartz. I know he's been hard at work trying to uh, fill in the roster. Yeah. as you said earlier, there are spots available. Yes, and Sub Dogs is a good place to re- bring a recruit to. No doubt. So actually, I talked to Brett today, guys. Um, and I, got, I guess I've got a little breaking. Uh, you know, party update. How, how's he doing? I, First off, oh, they're doing great. I mean, they're I'm, busy I'm, time for those guys. Yeah, they're you know we got springtime weather coming i mean it's popular anyway but obviously it's uh you know they've gotten a lot of publicity off this third championship uh i've got an update about the party all right let's hear it because re- last time we talked to brett remember they said it might have to happen in a few weeks Quick their turnaround. party their party their party not our party this is the sup dogs champion you know number best one bar. college bar best bar in america deal uh brett has told me that it is going to happen uh once next semester starts so uh fall it's, semester it's be fall correct. okay all right so i'm looking probably at so he's a, doing it during football season? Prob- no it'll probably be an early uh i'm sorry mid-august date a kickoff to the kickoff party yeah it'll be probably I like that the week before the kickoff party could be or even a little earlier once the semester you know the semester starts when like around the 20th or something yeah. i like that Middle more than may june uh, so it's got may. they've got time and once again yeah, i don't think the date's set but it'll be early um before our party Good. well his spring gig is is doggy jams correct well, step that, on it right and this is a once you know this was no guarantee mm-hmm. this is just sure. 
Barstool comes down, they're going to bring a lot I mean, of the personalities. Probably already, my point is, he probably already has something in, starting in place next year for Doggy Jam. Oh, like, I'm, that's already I'm, in I'm works. sure. Yeah, but um, so anyway, I just thought that was interesting for folks wondering. So it'll be uh, it'll be in August sometime. I like it. That's a good uh, good time to have it. I think. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. All right. Let's take our final time out. We'll come back. Have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Mark your calendars. On April 23rd, Christie's Europe is celebrating 20 years of business and they want you to help celebrate by coming out to Christie's for a day full of drinks, food, and fun. Come out and enjoy live music from the Still Shakers, Mac and Juice, and David Dixon. Party starts at 12, and for menu items, drink specials, and more information, be sure to check out their website at christieseuropub.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty. Getting ready to wrap things up here on a Thursday. A couple of news and notes. Miguel Cabrera, one hit shy of 3,000 for his career did not get it today the yankees intentionally walked him late in the game and the uh entire tigers crowd booed and miggy actually like told the crowd to be quiet and pointed at the scoreboard saying we're winning the game uh they did beat the yankees today so miguel cabrera still one hit shy up three thousand. troy d we are one week away from the nfl draft wow kind of one I last thought about that thought of football before we get to uh the fall so uh, you haven't thought about that because the Bears don't have a first-round pick, and it doesn't matter. I know. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> kind of stinks to have a draft. Yeah, for your and we team. got new people making choices this year, too. Yeah, I think you got two second-rounders, so yeah. to watch Well, maybe they can look. If they make better decisions, I'll take two second-rounders because the guys they were drafting the first round with the old regime absolutely stunk most of the time. So It's tough. Right now, you don't have anything to complain about, really. They got rid of the people you wanted to get rid of. Yes, so correct. So you're kind of content. Right. I, have, I feel like I'm willing to give these new folks a chance. They're here to fix it. Let's let them fix it. Now, remember this week three into the season when you're going crazy. It's a process, Cliff. It's a process. <laughs> oh, it's I, not, trust me. I understand. I'm yeah, as a Redskins fan, you've been in that process for many, many years now. Yeah, pretty much my entire football watching life. Yeah. So, there you go. Problem is they have the same people, though, there. Yeah. Until they finish. They the same make, person. Correct. They've until, until Dan Snyder. bad people. But the the main villain is yeah, still there. The cancer's still there. It is. Yeah. Can't cut it out. Chandler, you might have a new quarterback this time, uh, or not this time, but a few hours Who's from now. Who's your quarterback? Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I think that's what the front office for the Carolina Panthers is going to do. They, they've really kind of focused in on the quarterback. They've had just about every single quarterback in this draft come and visit the facilities there in Charlotte, in Uptown Charlotte. So, um I don't know. If not, then I guess they'll go the left tackle route. Anything other than but that. It doesn't matter, though, because Ben McAdoo said that Sam Darnold was the starter. <laughs> nah, he said a lot of things. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow with Tony Dunn coming up. I'm more interested almost about where and when Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield find a new home. We talked to Emory Hunt about it. He thinks it could happen on draft night, 
but those dominoes still have to fall at some point i think they kind of i've seen people go baker to pittsburgh and i don't like that at all i would i i kind of think it goes on a release deal or a trade because a release deal so they release them and then bring them in i don't know i'm not going trades don't happen in in division i guess is my point not a lot you're right yeah so i kind of that's why i like it the other way for jimmy gd being me in pittsburgh and then baker to end up elsewhere i'm to the point right now guys that i don't mind getting one of those guys and just going with a left tackle oh i'm fine with that i'd rather that than the rebuild don't know quarterback situation what are the redskins picking at this year 11 the commanders are anyway oh yeah (laughs) god it just doesn't seem right it's weird commanders yep football team had grown on me i I really wish they kept the r name because at least it what are the red something doing what are those red wolves doing that would have been easier red hawks red tails Yeah. yeah commanders red football team or something 11 all right troy enjoyed it man good seeing you we'll Well, see you uh, monday yeah we'll be out there representing pirate radio at the riley's army golf tournament tomorrow we'll have some social media coverage of that i want to see it i want to see it y'all just want to see the bad stuff i know how y'all are i just want to see mully fussing at y'all that's really all (laughs) i I think he's got his own team so he's gonna be Oh, Molly's not on our team? No, no. Molly's not on our but team. But tell CJ or whoever's out there to make sure they get an interview with Molly talking about our team. While our guys are teeing off yeah. in the and background. The, even if we have to, let's set up the picture where we're doing something. We're like on the tee box, and in the distance behind us is Molly just crossing well, arms. Gonna, it's going to be hard because he's <laughs> like, on, Even if we have to set it up. He's going to be can't, on a totally different hole. If it's so like, just... If yeah, but he's like 200 yards away. You can still see him shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, but... Listen... This is why I'm not playing on y'all's team. Hey, heads up. Them clowns are 200 yards to the west. Yeah. They, might, they, might they can't hit it this far. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, y'all hit them straight. Have a good time. See and, you next uh, week, Clipper. Shirley Rhodes, we'll see you Friday, 3 o'clock. Big dog. Good to have you here today, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. Enjoy it. Good job. And uh, we'll talk to you folks tomorrow, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.